You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Seven seven five three five seven F A N S four seven seven five three seven six easy easy. Archer, you up in the heaven, bitch, and you want to test God? You fucking come get it, shit stack. Did everybody get to see that guy on the golf course lose his mind, rip his shirt off, and call somebody a shit stack? Man, that is that that guy needs to be in the ass family. I mean, he went full on shirt off and even flexed. He threw a he threw a fucking full frontal pose in there, and then said, "Archer, you spin the heaven, bitch, and you want to test God? You fucking come get it, shit stack. You want to test God? Come and get it. Wow. I I man, but you know what?" Boy, that is a great line. That right there, boy, that, that's the line of the year right there. You want to test God? Come and get it. Fuck yeah, buddy. You can be in my fucking foursome anytime. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of That's Right, You Guessed It, The Arnie State Show. It is a Monday. I know it's a drab, shitty Monday, but hey, we'll get through it. You know why? You want to know why? Because here, after I say good morning see y'all, we're going to have Joe Murphy on. We're going to talk a little football until a little, little weekend. Then, when Joe Murphy's done, you're going to want to hit play record because I got a rant to go on on two different subjects that happened this weekend. And I'm a tad bit heated. Oh, heated indeed. But before I do any of that, I got to start saying good morning uh, to everybody. Uh, swoosh, first one here. <laughs> Says, oh, Monday. Have a happy astastic day, ass family and Dr. States. Well, thank you, my friend. I hope that you have an astastic day. <laughs> Hockey player, good morning, my friend. The pucks are about to drop soon. I'm sure you're excited about that. It says, good morning, ass family. Let's get through this Monday, uh, Dr. States. I will. Oh, my lucky there she is, the one, uh, the only bratty kid. I hope you get ass cancer and die, you son of a bitch. I'll cut your throat. I'll come to your house and kill your children. Oh, that was the anniversary card she got me. I hope you get ass cancer and die, you son of a bitch. I'll cut your throat. I'll come to your house and kill your children. She left out the XOXO part right there. But yeah, thank you, Braddy Kid. I hope that you gets a restful day today. House of Pain says, good morning, ass family. Oh boy, my ducks kicked Dion in the dick, took his lunch money and stole his girlfriend on Saturday. I'll let you talk about the Cowboys because I won't be as passionate as you will, but I'll say Dak still fucking sucks. Ho, 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 Dak. Dak, I'm coming for you this morning, son. Uh, oh, God damn it. If you guys, I, I need to videotape myself just watching games and put that on pay-per-view. Man. Oh, I love trash. Trash Bandit says, morning, ass family. Nice game this weekend, Denver. I haven't seen a beating like that since someone went up against a wine rack. Hopefully I'll get to pick up the defense today in one of the cans. Three feet, people. Oh, man. 70 points? 
Look, Joe and I will talk about that. That's what really spurred the conversation, but we got a lot of football to talk about. Jasmine! Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo! Yes, it is. He says, uh, morning, ass family. The only way to get this fucking Monday behind us is by listening to our favorite fat guy, favorite doctor, and even our favorite saint, Arnie States. Thank you for what you do, Arnie. Well, hey, man, thank you. Please be a fart. Good, Darren! Please be a fart. Good morning, ass family. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Hope everybody's weekend was great. I'm sure only Saturday was good for Dr. St. States. It wasn't a bad weekend. Look, Longhorns look fantastic. Uh, We'll get to my chicken cooking this weekend as well. When I wear my shirt. Niggas for Trump 2024. There she and I mean, is, the rise. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing well. You know I don't speak Spanish. Hangtown Jen in the house. Good morning to you. I hope that you're, you're doing well. Hey, I, I haven't checked. Hold on a second here. You know, there's a... Because I know that Jen is a huge... And, and Hangtown Mike, too. A huge... And, and Hangtown Mike is about one of the only people that I can... Next to, like, Tommy that I could actually talk baseball with. And I, I got to say that I'm really rooting for the Yankees this week, not because I like the Yankees, because they're about to embark on such an historic thing. If they finish above 500 this year, it'll be like 36 years in a row that they've had a winning record. Now, sure, that's not all World Series. It's not all division winners. But they've been winners for 33 straight years. That's a record that will never be touched ever again in sports. Rangers, by the way, swept the fucking Mariners this weekend. Woo! The Royals swept the Astros. Woo! Rangers got a a two-and-a-half game lead with fucking six games to go. Angels, Mariners. Mariners have the Astros. So one of those two teams is going to knock each other out. And then I hope it's the Mariners because I don't want them to fuck us in the last series of the year. But I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Scott, where you at? Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Well, morning to you. Battleborn. You don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Just good morning, Ass family. Go! Hey, yo. Morning, Ass. Boo, Mondays. Yeah, boo. Mondays are the worst, especially when the Cowboys... Play like donkey shit. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Safety guy says, morning in the words of Mikey's jungle, Mondays fucking suck. I don't have an anger problem, I have an idiot problem. Uh, Special Kale says, kids have been back in school for a couple weeks, I'm happy for that. But at the same time, here comes the sickness. My oldest, I believe, had strep and my little one threw up because she's so stuffed up it made her gag. Uh, Ah, the joys of parenting. Says morning all. Hope everyone had a safe and relaxing weekend. Now on to kick Monday's ass. Worse than the Bears got their asses handed to them by Kansas City. Oh good lord! I was, you know, I was thinking about stupid F Dick, uh, our, our, our dear friend at 4T5Printing.com. It's t-shirt time. It is. Both tennis t-shirts on. Oh, and I've got a package coming today. It's t-shirt time. Man, the Bears look terrible. 
wow. Wow, did they look bad. I, I didn't even t- text him. At least the Illini won. Hey, you, you got that going for you. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. <laughs> Colin, good morning to you, my friend. Hey. Mate. Oh, man. What's up? Mate. How's it going? Wow. Domo arigato. Round here, we speak American. Okay, bud? Says, good morning, Ask and AIG. Japanese word of the day is gyru, translation bandwagon. I swear people in Colorado are the worst fans ever. Friday, everyone is wearing gold and black for the buffs or orange. By Sunday, you can see all the buffy red eyes because people were crying so much and nobody wearing sports colors. Also, go horns, the only good game to watch in this last weekend. Oh, you're Irish. That was painful. Like, like literally, that was painful. The way that the Notre Dame lost, oh, that right there is a, is what we refer to in the, in in the broadcast world as a gut wrencher. Losing it on a running play in the last seconds, oh, stink fist. Says good morning, ass. How about them Cowboys? Sorry, Arnie had to. I think the Dolphins just scored another touchdown while I was typing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. I Look, I, I deserve I'm a Cowboys fan, but see, I'm that smart Cowboys fan that realizes the problem. I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? Keyless Chuck is something, absolutely. He says, good morning, ass family. You all know uh, Mondays fucking suck. Let's try to make it a good one. We're all off to a good start so far, Arnie. Well, I hope so. Ogre! says, Buenos dias, familia. Those uh, my University of Miami Dolphins really ran up the score. It seemed like the U, didn't it? Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Darn right, Fred, they can't. I hope you're doing well today, my friend. I uh, hope you had a good weekend. <laughs> Sawyer's dad. Good morning, Arnie. Sawyer's Junior Broncos couldn't pull it out against the Methad Marysville Indians. <laughs> wow, that's quite the mascot. By the way, fuck the parents that want to have kids' birthday parties the day before a big game at the lake. Retard parents. Oh, that did unacceptable. Unacceptable. You can't have a big party the day before the game. They didn't get anything. Hey, it might be their birthday. They still didn't do anything to deserve it. Free at last. Free at last. Indeed, whitewash, or that's a Santos family, whitewash. Says, good morning, ass family, sorry about the Cowboys, was hoping both the Niners and Cowboys would be undefeated by the time we played. For all the pundits who stated they would take Dak over Purdy when that game is on the line. Yeah, fuck that, I ain't taking him. I ain't ain't taking, I ain't taking, I would rather our punter throw the fucking ball. I mean, I've never seen so someone so fucking confused. I, I'll get to it. I, I will. Between uh, northern, uh, between the Broncos and Buffaloes, Colorado had a rough weekend. Yeah. Damn, I bet you come yeah. in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep them motherfuckers off your ass. Says morning, made it out of the north and almost back to the best coast. Good. No Canadians on you, right? Good. Fantastic. Uh, Special Kale says the best part of grab his dick is the guy saying, oh, my God. Not even seconds, literally last second. Yeah. Notre Dame didn't shit the bed. They brought a diarrhea-stricken hippo and sprayed the room. 
The intentional grounding call with 15 seconds was a gift. They got fucked into the dirt on the next play. Yep. Oh man, I, that was that was that was such a crazy call. It's t-shirt time. There he is. There's stupid dick who says good morning all for t5printing.com. Now we gotta make a phone call here. We gotta call our guy. We gotta call Joe Murphy. Talk about the weekend. The weekend in sports because Joe Murphy this weekend had a good weekend in sports. Hello. Joe Murphy, my man, how are you? Oh man, I am hanging in there. I am hanging. Well, you know, I, you know, they we had we had the Bears game on here, but after it got to like thirty-four nothing, they switched our game over to the Cowboys game. So mm. the Chris Payne walk party didn't go well. I, I'm cleaning up the thing right now. He's a little uh, distraught. I can imagine. <laughs> Hold on, what was that? Oh. Uh, that was one of the guests. Anyway, so yeah, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. We we got a lot of sports to talk about this weekend. Um, we'll start in the college world. Colorado got the beatdown that everybody was wanting to get. Uh, are they done? Well, they're done for the next week. I mean, they, you know, the Cinderella story's over. Um, I wish we had a better showing against them, but uh, you know, they got what was coming to them. Now we know why they were underdog, twenty-one point underdogs. Um, and now they got they got it. Well, they're at home against USC, and the only chance they have to win that game is that they uh, uh, let Ralphie run over the entire USC team. <laughs> you know, I for some odd reason, I don't think they're going to allow that to happen. Uh, <laughs> no. I, I, I just don't think they're going to allow that to happen. But uh, man, oh man, that was I, I watched some of that game. That game was a fucking royal ass whooping. Yeah, yeah, they never, they could never, you know, they, they just, you know, they, all the weaknesses that they thought they had, especially their defense, uh, you know, they, they, they really showed now because uh, they were, uh, you know, they were just manhandled by a superior team and they're going to get another one this week. So they'll be, they'll be at home. But I believe, uh, oh man, I I think they're like an 18, 21 point underdog anyway. So. Yeah, they're they're a twenty one point dog. I think I saw it this morning. So far, it's twenty one. We'll talk more about that on Thursday. Right. Um, here's a, you know I got a question for you. I, I keep hearing about how it's the dismantling of the Pac twelve, the Pac twelve this, Pac twelve this, and they're saying the Pac twelve is the best conference in college football. Do they do they not have? memories because every time we put a Pac-12 team in up until uh, since the 2004 USC Trojans the Pac-12 gets the shit beat out of them you know they do they do okay we've got the Oregon the Washington the Washington State uh, the, the USC so they've got some good teams they're all leaving next year right you. oh yeah but yeah but uh, they're still but that's not you know, one of the funniest things I see on ESPN on the website sometimes is that bowl predictions. Really? Yeah. There's a little bit of a few games left. That's just the stupidest thing I've ever seen. New bowl predictions. I could make those two, and it, I guarantee they, they won't be that matchup. So they've got a lot, we got a lot of ball games to play, and I think when it's all said and done, that the Pac-12. Is it's not going to be uh, you know at three even three four weeks into the season later I don't think people will be saying that but 
If they are awesome, well, guess what? Well, that's your curtain call because you're done next yeah. year. Yeah. We've got, we got like four of those guys going to the Big Ten. There's a what, couple going to the uh, Big 12. I mean, uh, so, yeah, and then, then the ACC, I don't even think there's a team left there. There's two. I think it's Washington State and Oregon State. I think those are the two that are left. Shut up, the pack two. Yeah. Power five. <laughs> um. I learned something this weekend about Clemson. You know how we talked on Thursday about how Clemson's gone downhill so fast? I know why. You know they don't take anybody in the transfer portal? Okay, wait, excuse me. They do not, they won't take anybody in the transfer portal? No, uh, no. Dabo Sweeney wants to develop his team from the freshman on up. He won't use it, and I mean... We, we that see is what... really bizarre. You know, that's like the ant. That's like the, uh, but you know, like uh, who's Superman's uh, uh, bizarro world uh, thing? That's like uh, uh, Colorado is that yeah. to uh, you know they, they everybody's from the transfer portal and Clemson nobody's from the yeah. transfer portal. It's crazy. When I heard that, I was like, well, now it makes total sense to me why they're not keeping up. Why they because because honestly. It's taken Alabama a while to fall off, and they aren't going to beat. Look, Alabama's not the Alabama team that they were three years ago. We all know that. The Longhorns still beat them. By the way, Warbird, I just want to let you know, Longhorns still went into Alabama and beat them. Um, But they're not the same, but they're not bad. Clemson's bad. Yeah. You know, and me, you you and I, we we love the old school where you did – Take your freshman, and maybe that team wasn't that great, but over the course of time, whether it be basketball or football in the NCAA, said the good coaches, the great coaches, would build a team, and you know we'd see them get better and better every year, and and then all of a sudden, you know, and, or, or or just have the Fab Five, you know, yeah. you can have both guys, but you know, the, now it's just like. Uh, it's just like, oh, you know, pick and choose, bop around wherever, whatever you need. It's almost like the NFL. It really is. Huh? It is, but, I mean, it's even more freeing because you can go year to year to teams. Exactly. Yeah. I know there's guys. Uh, the guy, I mean, I think, I mean, that we had that, that was it? last year we had the Texas quarterback. Yeah. We were at Texas, Nebraska. Now I think he's somewhere else. I don't know where he's uh, at. He, I think he, that's where he's at. He went huh? somewhere, but he blew his knee out. He's out for the season. And one of the uh, the guy from Spanish Springs here, who was a starter at Michigan, mm-hmm. lost the starting job, uh, transferred to Iowa. He did well this year, uh, this week. They, I don't, yeah. I believe they scored zero. <laughs> well, look, look, hey, congratulations to your Huskers. Your Huskers got a big W over the weekend. Uh, you know, I'm so happy about it. I mean, we better have we, we, the last two games we played powder puffs. So I consider used to be practice when Tom Osborne was there. That would have been a practice game, and everybody gets in. But you know, we eke out some wins. We're two and two. Uh, we got it. Oh man, it's going to be awesome because we've got we got number two. Michigan coming to town oh, and man. three channels away at that same time. Channel eight here or, or eleven here, three channels down. Channel eight, the Longhorns and the Jayhawks. Oh so. baby, yeah. Let me let me just tell you, I'm not worried. I know the Jayhawks are undefeated, but they had a tough go against Nevada. Nevada, who blew a 17 point halftime lead this weekend against Southwest Texas, hysterical. But I have to say, the most gut wrenching loss of the weekend. Had to be Notre Dame. 
I, you know, I turned around and went to sleep. I didn't see the at the end. I saw like they got then the guy had intentional grounding. I thought, well, it's all over. I, I don't know what, what happened. I guess I they were, out, I, and then the next thing I know, hours later, I'm like, what? What happened? So I guess they reversed the call on the intentional ground. I didn't see that. All I saw because I was flipping around watching, you know, the Longhorns kick the shit out of Baylor. Woo! Um, but yeah, but, yeah. I uh, mean, I've never seen. Usually, if I turn away from a game, it's like, no, that's over. And I was like, what? When I saw the end, of, so, then I thought, wait, wait, wait a minute, what happened? I, it's like fourth down and intentional grounding. They're gonna move them back. I mean, the clock's gonna run out, and I'll be damned if a couple hours later I see Ohio what, State won the I game. I mean, I, I was like, I have to go look at what, what happened here because I just, I'm still, I'm like, what, what happened? There. I mean, so, I, I, I'll I, tell the you. Next thing you know, there's a two yard uh, goal at the, as the clock expires. As, soon, Ohio State and, wins and it. as soon as I you was, shut up, I'll tell there, you what but, happened. Um, I'm texting back and forth with a good friend of mine who's a huge Ohio State fan. And he's talking about how he can't wait until they lose because he hates this coach. He wants this coach fired. So I click on the game and I see about a 25 yard pass down to the two yard line. With seven seconds left in the game. The guy catches the ball, falls down, seven seconds left in the game. They have a timeout. They call timeout. So they got first and goal at the two with seven seconds left. I'm like, no fucking way. No way. So the first play they run, they try to fucking throw, leave about three seconds on the clock. And even before the announcers could say it, I go, they're going to run this shit in. Why not run it? It's the last play. Sure enough. They ran off the what would be the left tackle, and yeah. Notre Dame only had two defensive players over there, but only ten on the field because that defensive end forgot to check in. Ohio State scores a touchdown, wins the game, and I don't know how there was time left on the clock to do the kickoff. That was retarded. <laughs> uh, that, that was yeah. it, it, really I mean, three fourth, seconds yeah, didn't yeah. run off. Come on. I just, I just knew it was fourth and a mile. But I know one thing, that, that, that number 11 who wasn't on the field, probably going to run a little bit this week. Yeah. So, I mean, crazy weekend in college football. Now, let's get, you know, just for you, Joe. Just for you, the old Monday Night Football theme. Joe, Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome. Joe, you had a magnificent weekend. Joe, you went twelve and two. Mm, twelve and two. You know what? I I I always, I was just telling a, a dear dear lady friend of mine that uh, <laughs> that I says you know I says you know already marks everything down. I said I make my picks and I totally of course I totally trust everybody. I mean so I'm like but I was so I was like uh, looking and I thought John I think I did especially when the when the Cowboys especially when McCar- McCarthy in that in the third quarter that take take the three buddy. Take the fucking three. Excuse me, but mm. yeah, and he could have had a couple more threes. But they switched them. The Cowboys went down. I'm sorry, and I thought, wow, I, you know, twelve and two. That's crazy. I, I'm twelve and two. I, that, not even close to that is what I thought I had. I knew I did okay, but I, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I you, thought you, I had. A you week. lost. You lost on the Jags and Panthers. 
Now, uh, no, the Jags and the Panthers. Now, and, and, and nobody, how about the, I mean, the, 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 I've always been, I kind of, I know you don't like them, but I've been a Tua fan. And I mean, I think the kid's okay. Oh, well, hey, don't get ahead of me. Hold on a second uh, here. We'll talk uh, about Miami. Uh, your record so far going into the two games tonight is 30 and 16 on the season. Your boy Arnie did not have a good weekend. Arnie went six and eight. Oh boy, that one hurts. That one, that one, that one right there is the old kick to the nuts. I sure picked a bad week to stop sniffing glue. Amen. Uh, my total for the season is twenty-five and twenty-one. Joe, you have a five-game lead on me, um, and and tonight we we only differ on the uh, Rams and Bengals. We both have the Eagles. So from your, your the weekend, uh, is Miami the best team in the NFL? Uh, you know what? I mean, they can't. They, I think. I mean, they they must be. They've got a great offense. I mean, that, that's just crazy. My thing was, do you you know they had a chip shot to break the record. Now, I think uh, the coach of the Broncos would have been like, hey. You know what? I don't think that would have been a, a, a you know, a obnoxious thing to do because, hey, you know what? Let them break the record. They're already up. You know, I mean, you know, it's like it's like what running up the score. Well, you cannot run up the score anymore. <laughs> so let them. I, I, I that was a that was a, a weird decision, I think, mm-hmm. because the guy took a knee. But it's like, man, all you got to do is kick that field goal. You're yeah, the you, you, but, you but break the record. You're up by fifty. I know, I know, that's the the conundrum there, but, you know, but it's like, but you're going to break the all-time record. I think the Denver coach would have been okay with it, but I think it was a class move. It was a class move. I I doubt it, but I mean, wow. I couldn't believe they hung a 70 on him. I mean, when, when the Cowboys beat the Giants long, long ago, 40 to nothing, I'm like, you'd never see that. And now we saw a 50-point win. We've seen a 40-point win this season and a 50-point win. And it was like 34 nothing in the Bears game. Yeah. And then it was like, what's over Well, 34 no, Wow, that's huge. No, 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 that's nothing. 70 over on the other uh, game. I'm just going, what is, is this like uh, week one of the NCAA where, you know, Bethune oh, Cookman plays Texas or something like that? It's the you know? one in 16s. Um. You brought up the Bears game. Do you mean the Swifty Bowl? Yeah, the Swifty Bowl. I mean, I saw a video of the security outside of her box. And I'm not talking about her box. I'm talking about the the luxury box at Kansas City. She's in there sitting with Travis Kelsey's mama. She's chest bumping with one of her gay backup dancers because you could tell that guy didn't watch a lot of football. Uh, And I guarantee there was a rapper in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and then she helped clean up the box afterwards. That was nice oh, to tell Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Kendra Swift does a lot of manual labor. <laughs> but uh, uh, could this become a distraction in Kansas City? You know, I, I mean, it, you know, that's all they're talking about. You know, I was watching local news this morning here, mm-hmm. and there's two girls. The, the, one of the girls does the sports, and I'm not knocking because I respect that. There's a, there's a, there's a few mm-hmm. 
women sports reporters that I that I you know I I, I think they're great. Um, but uh, this one <laughs> on our ABC affiliate, she she doesn't put the word the before any of the teams. She mm. just says like San Francisco 49ers played Kansas City Chiefs. No the. San Francisco, and okay. then and then, but then here in the anchor, the other all they could talk about it's the sports section, but all they could talk about was oh my gosh, this relationship with Kelsey mm-hmm. and Swifty, oh my gosh, I cannot wait, I can't wait to watch it and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, let's make the uh, yeah, so it could be a big distraction, but uh, uh, I also saw the other stat where like you know Kelsey. They have like nine wide receivers or what over the last how many years, and Kelsey's like doubled all nine receivers combined in, like, catches and stuff. The guy's just a beast for Kansas City. You know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's a great player. I mean, he and his brother are both good players. So, yeah. Uh, so you it, know, I, it'll be interesting to see if she goes to any more uh, games. Um, you know, I, I, I'm hoping that, you know, she was supposed to call me yesterday, yeah. but whatever. Uh, bummer. Uh, anything else from the NFL? I mean, the Raiders lost last night to the Steelers. Your Steelers get a win. You had a good weekend. You went 2-0. and I was 1-1. One and one. Uh, Oh, I know what I want to talk about. How bad Dak Prescott fucking sucks. Dak Prescott is a piece of shit. Tommy's, my buddy Tommy's going to be on Wednesday, and we will go into great detail about how much of a piece of shit he is. But uh, let me ask you this, Dak, Joe. If you're one touchdown out of five attempts in the red zone, and then three of the other attempts were field goals, and the other one was an interception. You're pretty much a shitty quarterback, aren't you? Because you only scored yeah, one touchdown. That, I mean, you know, and, and that's the one thing I remember. I mean, I remember my picks, uh, most of them. I, I, I knew I had a pretty good week. I was pretty sure I had a pretty good week. Uh, but, uh, you know, with with, with uh, Dak, I mean, remember, I, but I do remember saying last week, I said, oh, no, the Cowboys will be fine. But they'll, remember, because I bet against them, mm-hmm. or, or I picked against them, and I said, because uh, I said, don't worry, Dak will have a pick late in the game and seal the loss. And ex- that's exactly what happened. Right in the end zone. Right in yeah. the end zone. I mean, I look, this is two weeks in a row. The Cowboys could have beat the Jets. I think the Cowboys could have put 70 on the Jets the way the defense was playing last week. And that's when when Trayvon Diggs. And everybody, all these Cowboy fans want to use the Diggs injury as as an excuse, which it wasn't. And they want to use the fact that there are two offensive linemen that the Cowboys had to start that have never started before. Well, I I can't blame those guys because we had five opportunities within the opponent's 20-yard line. And we scored one fucking touchdown. That's yeah. a problem with the quarterback and the play calling. Yeah. I mean, and it's you know, you know, when you get down to the end zone, you know, when you have the whole field to work with, things are a little easier. You get down to that 20-yard line, 15-yard line, that's, you know, that's like playing out in the backyard. You know, you don't got much room. No. And things get tight then. So uh, that's when, you know, you've got to, uh, you know, you, you, you've got to be caught. You know, you, I, I, if you would have had Peyton Manning at, at, in the red zone each time, I think you would have probably won that game. Oh, God. I, I, think, <laughs> I think if we would have had fucking Arch Manning from Texas in that position, we probably would have won that fucking game. Yeah, that was that was the bad one. I knew I had the other side. I got a little scared, mm. but every time I got scared, old Dak calmed my fears. Oh, fuck, I hate him. Jesus. All right, well, Joe, uh, I'm going to let you go. Uh, anything you want to bring up, Joe? Yeah, just real quick. 
two two things just real fast. I want to ask you. I saw this. I was watching the the live tournament yesterday where mm. golf gets loud. That's their motto or whatever. And uh, okay. so they go to if they're going to go to a playoff. They take you know how you know how when they go to a playoff in golf they start at eighteen. Well, some courses start at eighteen. It depends on the course rules. Well, for the for the playoff, usually it's because the the fans are all there. Right, 18, right, right, You know, right. so they'll play that first hole. So they take a cart. I think, I think you need to walk. You walk the whole thing before. It's part of the game. Joe? Why should you get a cart to Joe? walk back up eighteen? Joe? I think you need to walk. Joe, they do that in the PGA too. That's what I think. The only other Joe, thing, Joe, Joe, they they do that in the PGA as well. I, I know they do, and I was thinking that. I was like, now they, they, they give him the cart right up. But I'm just like, you know, I, uh, I think it's it's part of the game. I think you should walk, you walk the whole other time. Oh, we're in a playoff, so I get a ride down. I think it's just, and the other thing is, you are not only a doctor, right? Right, a saint. And a saint, yeah. yes. You're a saint stage, the mm. patron saint of broadcasters. Yes. Uh, you're a doctor. Uh-huh. But you know what I? You know what I wanted to check. Mm. This is amazing to me. I'm gonna ask Alexa. Alexa, who's Arnie States? From VividSeats.com, Arnie States has become one of the top acts in the 2023 comedy world, delighting fans with a one-of-a-kind show. Did that answer your question? You're goddamn yes, right. Did you hear that? Thanks yeah. for your feedback. Yeah, I, I like Alexa. I like that you got the British sound in Alexa, too, because she sounds good. She sounds hot. Well, I already banged out the other girl. She's gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right? <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, no, man. All right. Uh, I, guess we'll, I guess if nothing big happens, I'll talk to you Thursday, I guess. Yes, sir, my friend. Joe Murphy, everybody. Love you, buddy. Have a great week. Thanks. Joe Murphy, everybody. <laughs> oh, I love Joe. Joe just makes me laugh. Um, all right. Now it's time to hit the play record button. Because <clears throat> I, I we, we got some schooling to do on some people. And those people are what we like to refer to as Americans. <clears throat> first things first here. Um, I was sent this story. This is a high school football game in Oklahoma. And this old boy is calling it. Because high school football in Texas, Oklahoma is huge. Enormous, right? Um, And a lot of the games are on local radio stations, depending on, you know, how big your school is. And this is is El Reno High School, I guess, in in Shittacockle, Oklahoma. And this is a former head coach of the team calling the game. And boy, oh boy, does he lose his shit. We gotta have. We gotta have some things. We gotta get healthy. Um, we just gotta get do some things that's gonna why, top. Really? Why are we throwing the ball? Why is Elgin throwing the ball with two minutes left, 48 to 21? That coach is classless, bro. I'm sorry, he's classless, and I hope his superintendent hears it. No, you can't use the word bro. I'm sorry, in broadcasting, bro is bad. I hope his AD hears it. You're throwing the ball with 28. You're up 48 to 21. And you throw the ball for a 40-yard uh, post route. You're a real classless coach is all you are. 
Don't punch me in my daggum ribs. I'm ever been as serious as that. I know. That is about as sorry, classless crap as a coach I've ever seen in my life. I'm going to find him after the game. He better hope I don't find him after the game because I'm going to tell him Ooh, picked that's about there. the stupidest thing I've ever seen in picked my life. Cardi, good play. What, what, was the, what was the point of that? So you can drive the score up, make it 54 to 21 instead of 48 instead of just running the ball? That is absolutely classless. And I Not a lot of confidence in the extra point kickers. Oops, I hope everybody in their administration hears it because I'm not going to apologize. I think that's as classless thing as I've seen in a long time. To throw a fade when you know you've got us beat at the end of the ball game and you're going to throw a freaking post route with two minutes left? Get out of here, man. Get out of here. He's going to get his karma, I promise you. Yeah. You got a good ball club there, bud. Congratulations. You beat us by, what is it, uh, 33 points now instead of beating us by uh, 27. Congrats. Once again, no faith in the extra point kicker. And, and by the way, he works in the administration field now for the school district. I'm sure they're going to be really happy with his math skills. Continuing. Congratulations, man. Good job. Real nice. Real nice, coach. I live, I, I tell you where I live, too, if you want to come, to, if you guys don't like it. Shit. I, I, that, that just sets me off. Hey, I, you know how many times we could have beat people more? We could have scored. I mean, I don't know how many points on him at the end of the ball. Who, who does that up by four touchdowns and you throw a post route with two minutes to go? Yeah. No, if I don't say something, nobody will. So, no, I know. sorry for my rant. No, you're not. That's just stupid. Indians back to return. Absolutely stupid. Uh, let's see. Um, he said, Dad Gum, he's really ticked off now. I would coach that way. Run it up. Don't like it. Stop me. Uh, Gold says, can you play? Uh, where, where, where the hell is it at? Uh, so shut up, bitch! Yes, the point of the game is to score as many points as you can. Okay. Now, let, let, let me give you my breakdown on this. Um, this guy, by the way, is never going to announce another high school football game. The other guy continuing to try to call the game cracked me up. Oh, it was fantastic. But see, I got lost in the fact that he wasn't, he, he did not count on the extra point at all. He was just giving them six. Look, there's ways to do this, and there's ways to do this. This is the way you do it. First of all, yes, you got to stop the other team. The, the point of the, the game is to score, and this goes back to what Joe was kind of talking about with the Dolphins and uh, where they had a chance to break the record, whatever, and they didn't because they're professionals, and they don't need that kind of stuff. Now, this is at a high school level. Um, and I'll say this, if you want to keep your starters in a game where you're up by 33 points and you run the ball, I have no problem with that. I don't think you should be passing. You're stopping the clock. Let's end this game. Let's get everybody home health. This game is wrapped up. Okay. Now. The best way to remain healthy is you take your starters off the field and you put all your backups in. Now, I don't know because I, 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 I don't go to El Reno High School in Chittatoka, Oklahoma, so I, I don't know if the starters were in or not. Um, but if those were backup players, well, you let the backup players play. Those backup players might not get another chance. If that's the second or third string quarterback that's in, 
who throws that pass, that might be the only pass he gets to throw this year. And of course you let them play. And this guy just needs to shut the fuck up. But that rant reminded me of something, something we haven't done in a long time. So for your listening pleasure, let's go on the rant of all rants, shall we? This happened quite a few years ago, but it withstands the test of time. And this is the original. Kick your fucking ass! I want you off the fucking set, you prick! Christian Bale. Now don't just be sorry, think for one fucking second. What the fuck are you doing? Are you professional or not? Yes, I am. Do I fucking walk around and rip that? No, shut the fuck up, Bruce. Do I want? No! No! Don't shut me up. Am I gonna walk around and rip your fucking lights down in the middle of a scene? Then why the fuck are you walking right through? Ah, da 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 da, like this in the background. What the fuck is it with you? What don't you fucking understand? You got any fucking idea about, hey, it's fucking distracting having somebody walking up behind Bryce in the middle of the fucking scene. Give me a fucking answer. What don't you get about it? I was looking at the light. Oh, good for you. And how was it? I hope it was fucking good because it's useless now, isn't it? Fuck's sake, man, you're amateur. <laughs> McGee, you got fucking something to say to this prick? I didn't see it happen. Well, somebody should be fucking watching and keeping an eye on him. This was during the uh, Terminator salvation. About what is going on in front of the camera. All right? I, I, I'm trying to fucking do a scene here and I'm going, why the fuck is Shane walking in there? Why? I don't what know. What is he doing there? Do you understand my mind is not in the scene if you're doing that? I, I absolutely apologize. Sorry, I did not mean anything bad. Stay off the fucking set, man. For fuck's sake. Right, let's go again. Let's not take a fucking minute. Let's go again! And let's not have you fucking walking in! <laughs> Can I have Tom put this on, please? Hey, Tom Wardrobe, please. Can I have Tom Wardrobe? You're unbelievable, man. Thank you. You're unfucking believable. That's nice. Number of times you're strolling and fucking around in the background. I never had a DP behave like this. Double penetration? Ah, uh, you don't fucking understand oh, what it's like him. working with actors. That's what that is. No, that's, that's what that is, man. I'm telling you. I'm not asking. I'm telling you. You wouldn't have done that otherwise. I want to fucking kick your fucking ass. You don't shut up for a second, all right? I'm going to go. Do you want me to go fucking trash your lights? Do you want me to fucking trash them? Then why are you trashing my scene? You are trashing my scene. You do it one more fucking time, and I ain't walking on this set if you're still hired. I'm fucking serious. You're a nice guy. You're a nice guy. But I don't fucking cut it when you're bullshitting and fucking around like this on set. Yeah, you might get it. He doesn't fucking it. Get, it. get it. You might. I get it. He does not get it. And good adjustments, okay? For real. Honestly, I get it. Walk for five seconds. 
No, I don't need any fucking walking. He needs to stop walking. I ain't the one walking. Let's get Tom and put this back on. Let's go again. Seriously, man, you and me, we're fucking done professionally. Oh, such a good rant. But, but, and then it just made me remember our dear friend Alec Baldwin and calling his then child daughter Ireland. This is his daughter. Very specific. Whoa. Okay. He called his daughter a rude little pig. And we should listen to him about politics. Okay. Now. So that was the first thing I wanted to talk about was the 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 pussyfying of everything in the world. This guy saying this, it, it, somebody said it earlier, if I was a backup and I got called in, I'd want to walk a fucking mud hole in, or, you know, stomp a mud hole in somebody and walk it dry. And that's the way, that's the way you should feel if you're a backup. So this weekend, <clears throat> Friday, Braddy Kids got work new, different crazy hours, so she's asleep a lot during the day. So uh, Friday, The Expendables Part 4 came out. Now I wanted to see it because I love The Expendables movie. 
And uh, I was going to go see it, and I thought, ooh, you know what? I'm going to sneak a couple of McDonald's double cheeseburgers in there since I know the secret to making them now. I know the secret is you got to order onions on the side, and I was all excited about it. Going to put them in my cargo shorts, go in the movie theater, watch the movie, enjoy the movie. By the way, the movie flopped. It's a pretty kick-ass movie, but I, I, I'll, 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 I'll go into it afterwards. Uh, well, actually, I got to save it for listener mail, which, by the way, we're doing listener mail tomorrow because Tommy's here on Wednesday. So if you got listener mail to send to ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com, get it there to me today or early in the morning, please. So I go to my local McDonald's, the worst McDonald's in America. I get there at about 110. My movie starts at 125. So I know that I can be a little late and I'll just miss some previews because they do like 20 minutes of previews. So I, I, I'm doing okay. And I show up. Now, when I pull into McDonald's, I can see that there is a piece of shit Ford truck in the number one waiting position because they've already crossed the double windows and now they're waiting for their order. You know how they make you wait. It's like it's like guys. Have you ever gotten a tap? You know when you're going downtown on a chick, and she gives you that tap. That's that feeling you get when you go through the drive-through, and they go, "Can you pull up there? Uh, wait, we're gonna be a minute." I fucking hate that. And they do it now all because their district managers are timing them and bullshit. So there's already a truck in there. There's no cars behind them. I pull around to the drive-thru, and there are, I am the third car. Now, I did not notice that there was a car in waiting space number four. So we got one and four taken. So the first two cars in front of me, I pay. I ask about the secret menu. The kid doesn't know anything about it. First car in front of me, they get sent to spot number two. So there are three cars now waiting. Mind you, this is not a very busy time right now. The next car got a drink. That's all they got. They got a large soda, handed it to them, they drove off. And then there's me, who ordered two double cheeseburgers. I don't even tell them to take the pickles off anymore, because I want to make it that easy. I just say, onions on the side. You scoop some onions in a cup, put it in there, put it in the bag, let's go. I get to the window, the second window, and this girl goes, uh, excuse me, can you pull up to a spot, as she looks out, number two, which meant there would be four cars waiting, four cars waiting. And I simply looked there and I said, no. Now, I paid with gift card because I got a McDonald's gift card for my birthday. Perfect gift. And she says, uh, can you wait up there? I said, no. And she kind of gave me a look, and she kind of looked at me like I was short, and I didn't say anything else. I didn't say fuck off. I didn't do anything. I rolled up my window, and I drove to the movie theater. And I had a terrible hot dog at the movie theater. Wiley Movie Theater, your hot dogs are gross. And by the way, I wanted to have a vanilla Coke because I haven't had a vanilla Coke in forever, and your machine's busted. 
That sucked too. Poured that out right on the floor. Went out, got me a Dr. Pepper. Now, this whole time, I'm thinking to myself, I'm getting the money put back on my car. I'm going back to that McDonald's. So I watched the movie. And by the way, I stupidly bought theater t- tickets to that damn motion theater. So it's that fucking chair's rolling me around, throwing me up and down, strobe lights going off, burst of air. The Expendable, I did not mean to see that movie in that theater. I'm going to need to see a specialist soon. So I get in my truck. I drive back to McDonald's. I walk in. And there's nobody on the inside. There's like three cars in the drive-thru. Nobody on the inside. No customers. And I'm standing there. And I have to stand there for five minutes. Literally five minutes. Before somebody says, can I help you? And I said simply, I need to see a manager. And I had my receipt, and I had my gift card. And the first manager they sent out, uh, we'll call her Juanita. Uh, I explained to her, and I, I was very professional about it. I did not curse. I said, "There's, uh, I come to this McDonald's often, and I, I, I need to stop because you continually disappoint me. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I said, look, and I explained to her, and she goes, well, I'll put the money back on your card, and I'll, I'll give you the fruit. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And she was very nice. She was very pleasant. Well, then the actual big daddy manager, the English-speaking manager, walked out. Younger fella. I'd say probably 23, 24 years old. And I said, oh, he asked me, is everything okay, sir? I said, uh, yeah, your manager has handled everything, and she's been fantastic. And he goes, oh, what did you need to speak to the manager for? I said, are you a manager? He goes, well, yes, I'm the manager. You know, he. And I explained my situation to him. <clears throat> now, I don't need the reasoning behind it because I think your policy is stupid. Okay, the policy of, oh, we're trained to move cars to the waiting spot. And I looked at him and I said, well, I think that's dumb because this is supposed to be fast food. Do you not understand the concept of fast food? And he goes, well, I'm not understanding what you're saying, sir. I said, I said, I'm not going to put McDonald's down. I mean, look at me. I've been eating at McDonald's for 40 years. He goes, well, I'm not going to judge you on your size. I'm like, it's not about judging me on my size. I said, this is ridiculous. If I go through the drive-thru, I'm expecting it even faster than coming in because it's fast food. I said, I am not expecting, and I had to throw a Gordon Ramsay because I don't know if this kid is smart enough to know what a Michelin star restaurant is. Um I said, I'm not expecting a Michelin star Gordon Ramsay meal. I want McDonald's. And then he said something to me, and I just couldn't let it go. When he said, well, sir, I think your expectations are too high. My expectations of McDonald's, I'm just trying to tell him that my expectations are not high. Two patties, 
two cheeses, squirt of mustard, squirt of fucking ketchup, onions, which they don't put on anymore, and I made that abundantly clear to him that his restaurant's terrible for not putting onions on the burgers anymore. He goes, well, they're supposed to be on there. I go, well, they never are. You are, you're, (laughs) you're expecting too much. I'm not. I'm expecting you to give me my fucking, when I stop at that first window and make the small chit chat that you have to with whatever donkey is accepting the money, and then I have to wait behind the one or two cars to get to the next window, that's enough time. Your expectations are too high. So that's when I hit him with, you know, in California, they're about to pay $20 an hour to McDonald's employees. He goes, well, they have it harder there. I go, no, they don't. It's the same McDonald's. Well, I, I know doing what I do, I deserve more than 20 When he said he deserved more than $20 an hour, I almost laughed in his face. But I didn't want to because I didn't want to, you know, ruin him. Because he, w- he was at least nice when he was talking to me and, and respectful. I said, if I'm 17 years old and I have a job that pays me $20 an hour, you better believe that I am going to be the best employee in the world for $20 an hour. I was a pretty goddamn good employee when minimum wage was three thirty-five an hour. I said, you are out of your mind. If you think my expectations are too high, if my expectations were too high, I would expect the Big Mac to be three times the size that it is since it's three times the cost. How many goddamns did you use? I didn't. I I really tried with this one to be as grown up and professional as I could. Expecting food fast at a fast food place is too much of an expectation. Takes like 15 seconds to make a sandwich. Once the bread is out of the toaster, it's literally assembly line. I did it for two years. Most people should be able to count to two. Minimal expectations for people earning two $10 bills an hour. No shit. They obviously don't make their managers watch the founder. Was he the actual store manager or shift manager? I'm not sure. I, he, had, he had a checkered shirt on, and there was a guy who had a white shirt on. Christopher says, motherfucker, can't believe this guy. Can't believe he said that to you. When he said that my expectations were too high, it almost, I almost wanted to start laughing at him. You see, and this goes down this road, and I got a great list of mail tomorrow, and I'm going to do my best to save it for tomorrow. Um, About the world that we're in. And I do these two stories together, and I luckily they happened together. Uh, I was lucky enough to get sent this story from the Oklahoma thing from a rise. We used to be a society that wanted to succeed. We used to want to better ourselves. We used to, uh, there used to be nothing wrong with wanting to be the best 
And that's what drove us. One of the greatest quotes I ever heard from me, and I don't know what coach I ever heard this from on TV or whatever, or what movie it was, but he said, if your body is only at 50 or 60% and you're playing or you're doing something, then I want 100% of that. I am so sick and tired of good being good enough. You strive for excellence, always. But we don't teach that anymore because being excellent is rubbing it in the nose of people that aren't. I got into an email conversation with somebody, a, a dear friend of mine, who sometimes we don't see eye to eye on things. And we, we have lots of stories because fucking Joe Biden really stepped in it this weekend a bunch of times. I got to talk about that. I got to talk about Zelensky. I got to talk about the border. Uh, and some stuff came up about the border. And this person who, who's near to me, they, they know someone who, who had to come here a long time ago illegally. See, that's where things have changed. If, if you want to know the most dramatically, let's look at the people who cross the border illegally. In the early 2000s, I remember when immigration started to become a, a hotter-button issue, right around the time of the, probably about 2008-ish, McCain, Obama, was that two th- yeah, it was 2008. Remember all the kids walked out of school? All they, they, that was the big thing until somebody threw in abortion. And at that time, there were about 9 million undocumented workers. At that time, that's what we called them because that was a politically correct thing to call them instead of illegal aliens. There were about 9 million. And the, the running joke with liberal comedians at that time was, oh, well, how are you going to gather up all 9 million? Well, you're not. Because you see, those 9 million that came here, who are here illegally, a lot of them have kept their nose clean because they realized they broke a federal law to get in this country, and they're just trying to make better world for their family. I know that America was built on immigrants, immigrants who did it the right way. Today's border crossers, I would say maybe 2% of them could relate to the people that did it a long time ago. But when we're literally getting tens of thousands a day crossing the border, they're crossing the border for a simple reason. It's because they know that we'll take care of them. Their government has said, no, we aren't going to take care of you, whether it's Mexico. And I don't think, and here's the thing, I don't think most of these border crossers are Mexican. They're from El Salvador. They're from Central America. Hell, they're from fucking uh, Shittistan, Shittistan Real, Real Shittistan. They're all from there, and they're coming out here. And, and there was a great picture that happened, if you don't believe what I'm saying. Because I, I have a story about what happened at the border this weekend. The great picture of when the first buses started, when Governor Wheels started sending people um, 
to New York City. New York City! And I'll never forget seeing the picture, and I, I was disgusted at the picture. Because you see, back in the day, when the people would illegally come here, they would get a job in the fields, they would get jobs in construction, and they were paid pennies on the dollar compared to American workers. They didn't care because they didn't want to rock the boat to let people know they were here. They just worked, okay? And they scrounged that money together to either build a life for themselves or bring their family over. Today, these people get off a bus in New York City. New York City! And there were citizens just handing them cash. Here, here, here's cash for you. Well, shit. I mean, if Canada starts handing out money, I might just fucking cross the border and go into Canada to get some, some money, buy some shit there, and then leave. The people are going to give me money. It's a different world. Ogre says, at the zoo this weekend, the trollop at the soft serve ice cream place won the award for cunt. She was frowny, mumbling, uh, intentionally rolling her eyes, and made us each uh, reach across the counter for our purchases. I don't give a fuck if it's near the end of your day or you're tired. Blah, blah, blah. You represent the fucking zoo. You work. When I was young in retail, I, I still smiled and worked with customers. Why? It was the right thing to do, and I wanted the company to do well so I'd stay employed. Success has ruined people nowadays, and they see nothing to strive for. Ogre, let, let, everything in there except your last sentence I'm going to agree with. We don't teach success anymore. We teach mediocrity. Good is good enough. You could have gone, and, and this is what would have happened at the zoo this weekend, Ogre. If you would have asked for her manager, you would have got somebody who was probably a year or two older than her, and they would have had the same bullshit attitude. Oh, did she make your ice cream? Oh, you had to reach over the counter for it. Oh, I'm so sorry. They give you this attitude because it's not about success anymore. It's just about doing the bare minimum. The absolute bare minimum. And I know I have two great sponsors on this show between JS Floors and 4T5Printing.com. And I can say this about them, and they, they don't pay me to say this about them, but I know the people that run those companies. The words bare minimum don't really exist in their vocabulary. And you see, that's what, those are the places that I like to go and I like to, to spend my money with. We're places that don't do the bare minimum. They don't have to break their back for me. And something I didn't mention to the, uh, the, the, in the story about the McDonald's thing is I, I looked at him. And, and I said, you know, you're, you're going to run yourself out of work here. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, it's like going to a shoe store. And I, this experience happened to me. Because he told me I should use the app. That's what it was. He said, well, did you try ordering it on the app? And I said to him, I said, you're going to run yourself out of business there. Well, what do you mean? I said, it's like going to a shoe store and asking for a certain shoe in a certain size 
And instead of looking for the certain shoe in a certain size, you say, have you checked online yet? And he, the look of puzzlement on his face until I explained it to him, I said, then why would I ever go to the brick-and-mortar store then? If I'm just going to have to check online, why would I go into the store? If I don't go into the store, then guess what? They don't make sales, which means that store closes, which means that person is out of a job. Now, if I were to use the app, and we get all, and, and look, this is a, a longer rant that I could go on, but I'm not going to, about AI and computers and things like that. Oh, you better believe, you better believe me that McDonald's does not want to pay some pimply 16-year-old 20 fucking dollars an hour. And they are doing their hardest and damnedest to make this assembly line process now all fucking motorized and done by machines. And when they do that, and there's only a couple employees at every store, I will sit back. And when I hear all these people bitching and moaning about it, all I'll do is this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man! In the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot. Say my name. I am the chosen one. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. Password is astastic. That's right. Astastic. One word, astastic. Astastic. It's asta- A-S-S-T-A-S-T-I-C. Okay? Astastic. As you all know, I am the most powerful man in media. Kalis Chuck says, I worked with someone who came legally from Central America country, and they did everything necessary to get a job as a teacher assistant. It is pleasing to see one person who still cares. There are people out there, and there are Americans that will still care. Not many. Ogre says, and this is what I worked my ass off since my youth, to contribute to the success in building uh, and maintenance of America's greatness. Our mentality of being the best, what's the payoff? These ass clowns who don't care. Kale says, uh, yeah, those retards don't get it. It's okay. We like rants. Chuck says, damn, you and your impeccable logic, Saint states. Well, you know, I mean, consistency and logic, the first two rules of this show, and rule number three is fuck your feelings. Automated. Thank you. Thank you, Kale. I'm not saying, and, and by the way, by the way, in no way am I telling you that you will be appreciated for busting your ass. You you probably won't be. Ogre, I imagine that you are probably one of, it, I, you know what, I say ogre, let me just say ass family. Ass family, I imagine that y'all are probably some of the hardest workers at your job. And you have days where your bosses, they do not pay attention to it, and they don't appreciate it. You work hard for yourself. You know, for a long time, somebody used to tell me, uh, somebody who's a, a big, gigantic fucking cunt scab, used to tell me, why would I get upset when I had open doors for people and they wouldn't say thank you? He said, you're doing that for yourself. Well, nowadays I say fuck that bullshit because we need to fucking start beating some fucking respect back into people. But you work hard because that's what you're supposed to do. 
more times than not, you will be recognized for it. You'll be appreciated for it. You'll be given leeways that other employees are not given leeways. Why? Because you're a hard worker. And then, of course, the other slackers will bitch and moan, and then they'll start getting the leeways that you once got because they all they do is cry now. That's all we do in this country is cry. What about mine? What about me? I didn't get one of those. Why did Shirley get a raise and I didn't get a raise? Because Shirley busts her ass. Well, I, I didn't call in sick but three times last month. Well, Shirley didn't call in at all. I was only late twice. Shirley was never late. This bullshit. I have a family. Shirley's got a fucking family too, dickhole. Chuck got to get and educate them kids. Have a great day, my friend. Stackhouse says, nobody asks for a membership card better than I do. I know you do, buddy. I know you do. All right. Phone number is 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. We got to talk some Biden shit. Boy, Biden fucked up this weekend. Joe Biden had a bad weekend. Got to talk about, uh, and this fat bitch again, this fat liberation bitch, come on now. So we got listener mail tomorrow. We got Tommy on Wednesday. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy again on Thursday. Man, is it Christmas time already? I mean, shit. message up to heaven asking you to send me down another angel I've been looking for a long time for someone to get her off my mind but you know Lord hard to find I want an angel with arms not with wings someone that I can call my darling if you can think of someone to fit that Lord, could you help me one more time? But I know, Lord, angels are hard to find. It's my Bet I do a whole lot better next time. But I know, Lord, angels are hard.
can hardly bear the sight of lipstick on the cigarettes there in the ashtray. Lying cold the way you left them, but at least your lips caressed them while you packed. And a lip print on a half-filled cup of coffee that you poured and didn't drink. But at least you thought you wanted it And that's so much more than I can say for me It's been a good year for the roses Many blooms still linger there The lawn could stand another mowing Funny I don't even care The only thing I know to say It's been a good year for the roses After three full years of marriage It's the first time that you haven't made the bed I guess the reason we're not talking There's so little left to say We haven't said And while a million thoughts go racing Through my mind I find I haven't Spoke a word And from the bedroom The familiar sound of our one baby's crying Goes unheard what a good year for the roses Many blooms still linger there The lawn could stand another mowing Funny I don't even care It's been a good year for the roses. Now back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not right. Wait. Word. Call 775-357-FAN. Ah, welcome back to the big show here on a Monday. If you missed the first hour and 33 minutes and 50 seconds, what the hell? You missed Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. A bonus. Come on. You're better than that. I know it's Monday. I know it's tough to get out of bed. And that's okay. So, see, I, I got a safety net for you. It's called ArnieRadio.com. All you got to do is go there. Join up for $2.99 a month. Real easy to do. You do that, and you've got every show at your fingertips for the last seven and a half years. Look at that. The gift that just keeps on giving. (laughs) Just like President Joe Biden. Boy, did he have a bad weekend. And and Stinkfist 
says, oh, he fucked up this weekend. Yeah, he really did. He had a terrible weekend. Let's start with this claim that he made at the White House on Friday. Let's see if it plays. Oh, yesterday. Let me let me just tell you. Yesterday, we, we had to go to Sam's Club. We had to go do some stuff. After every mass shooting, we hear a simple message. The same message all over the country. I've been to every mass shooting. Do Whoa. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. wait. What was that? What was that part right there, sir? Message. The same message all over the country. I've been to every mass shooting. Every mass shooting he's been to. Has it really been seven and a half years? Yeah, it really has. Almost seven and a half years. Started in 20, uh, oh, wait, wait, six, six. I'm sorry, six and a half years. Six and a half years. We got to do something for the 10 year. Oh, we will, because I'll still be here. Um, so uh, the reports are there have been 500 shootings this year. Mass shootings are at 500. And he's been to every one. Now, I did a little math. We only got 98 days left this year, which means in a calendar, we have 365 days. Leap years, 366. But it ain't a leap year, is it? No, it's an odd-numbered year. Next year, be a leap year, which means there aren't 500 days in the year. He has not been to every school shooting. If there have been 500, or uh, I'm sorry, mass shootings, he's not been to every single one. He's lying. What mass shooting did he go to when he was in Hawaii? Because, see, if you do the math and there's 500 and there's 267 days that have happened so far this year and he talked about being at all 500, did he just stop going to them? Because he'd have to go to two a day. He didn't go to any when he was uh, vacationing in in Delaware all those months. What about on his vacation to Lake Tahoe? No, when he went to Hawaii for two hours to, to say, oh, I had a house fire that was just like this. And the media just sits there and goes, yay. Nobody calls him out on this. He's a liar. Has he been to some shootings? I'm sure he has. I know he was at uh, the one in Texas with, the, with all the little kids, Uvalde. Oh, he was there because Matthew McConaughey was there. That was that was a sexy place to go and get pictures made. Can he go a single day where he doesn't say something retarded or wrong? And I mean, without being locked up all day. I think he misspoke. He does that all the time. He also lies. We know that for a fact. Maybe he meant spiritually. It's probably not even a quarter of that number. They count all people involved in one person's shootings, but two other people saw it. They claim four people were involved. It's a mass shooting. Who do you think shot Joe Murphy? Biden, because he was at all the shootings. No kidding. You've implicated yourself as maybe a possible suspect if you've been to them all, sir. Well, that wasn't his biggest foul of the weekend. No, that, that happened during the day. This happened at night, and this is so delicious. When is somebody finally going to call this man what he is, and it is a racist Play tonight's Powerball jackpot on Lotto.com. Don't. Representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip-hop, 
in America, LLJ Cool J. By the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thighs. I Why do they want to make him urban? Once again, he calls LL Cool J. See if hip hop in America, LLJ Cool J. First of all, why do we have an 83 year old white man talking about hip hop? And then, when refers to a black man. Hey, uh, by the way, that boy's. That boy. I guess they were honoring uh, I, 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 w- w- the Phoenix Awards. What What is this? Um, and, and remember just last week, he was addressing the Latino caucus, and he called them the Black Caucus. And the media once again, oh, yay, yay, Mr. President, yay, golf clap. Why do they allow him to speak in public anymore? I I mean, seriously. Seriously. So, real quick, real quick, real quick. Let's play the little game, shall we? Let's play the stupidest game on the earth. What if Donald Trump would have said that? If Donald Trump would have said, J-L-L, cool J-L, boy, that boy. If he were to refer to him as a boy, it would be the end of the world. Oh, I'm telling you, newspaper stands would be burning down in the streets of Harlem. Riots happening in Chicago. Well, that's already happening in Chicago. They're already rioting. But Joe Biden says, oh, it's cute. It's not cute. It's sad. But that wasn't even the biggest blow of the weekend to Joe. No, that happened when the numbers were released, and I've been seeing a lot of polls lately, and a lot of polls are saying, Joe Biden is leading uh, by four points. Well, uh, in the immortal words of Lee Corso, not so fast, my friend. Washington Post and ABC released a poll Sunday, and I got to tell you, those are two liberal organizations they found out if the elections were held today, Donald Trump would get 52% of the vote to Joe Biden's 42%. And all I have to say to that, honestly, if you were to replace Donald Trump's name with Bobo the Chimp, I would imagine the lead is somewhere around the same. Why? Joe Biden is a moron. The American people have watched this man continually gone downhill. I want to say one thing to your children. I know some really great ice cream places around here. (laughs) And daddy owes you. Let me start off with two words. Made in America. 
When you and I talked last, we talked about it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office, but a vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine we, into we, someone's we, arm? You did have I said I'd cure cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's why. And we can. We end the cancer as we know it. No, you, you, you haven't ended cancer, sir. We have a thousand billionaires in America. Mm-hmm. You know the average tax rate they pay? What? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. And I also am told that, uh, that uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up, Chuck. Let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? I tell you what, you're making everybody else stand up, though, pal. Thank you very, very much. I tell you what, stand up for Chuck. You are the world's dumbest son of a bitch. Chris just can't believe he called LL Cool J boy. See what I mean when I say Joe Biden is the bad kind of racist and not the good kind like Red Fox? Oh, I get it. You know what's weird about Biden is all MAGA lately. Yeah, mm-hmm. Oh, oh, this is, Whitewash, this is one of the greatest clips, and I used to have this. It's somewhere in my machine. But now, we still have comedy, though. We still have great comedy out there. There's always rambling Joe Biden. What the fuck? <laughs> Joe says shit that even people at Tourette's go, no. <laughs> no. What is going on? Joe is like your uncle who's on a new drug and hasn't got the dosage right. I'm proud to work with Barack America. He's not a superhero, you idiot. Come here. When FDR was on television, there was no TV back then. Come here, Joe. <laughs> Sit down. But now we... That was before he was president. That was Robin Williams. That was a long time ago. And we keep putting up with it. Hmm. I, I can't let this email wait for tomorrow because I, 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 I want to spew on it now. So I, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to uh, break the protocol. I've still got plenty of emails for tomorrow. Um, but I, I, I need to read this because I, I think this needs to be said. And I think this is something that everybody really, really needs to think about more than anything. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. By the way, Lister Mail is always brought to you by JS Floors, best flooring store in the West. The rest, the, the rest like to call anybody a boy also. That's how bad they are. Give them a call at 775-267-4123. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? This is from Clark. It says, Arnie, you said you started Band of Brothers. 2001 says thanks. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was a little slow on that one. But you know what? I'm glad I'm slow on that one because now I can really appreciate it. I'm glad I didn't watch it when it first came out. And to tell you the truth, I didn't watch it because it was a Tom Hanks thing. And I'm not a big Tom Hanks guy. Clark continues and says, anyway, my grandfather told me uh, stories of those men, the 101st. Truly amazing. Those men who were between 20 and 25 years old. My question for you. This question, by the way, should put a chill down your spine when you realize what the answer is. 
My question to you is, could today's 20 to 25-year-olds do what those heroes did? I finished Band of Brothers last night. Watched all 10 episodes. Phenomenal series. Phenomenal. These brave men that were in our country from 20 to 25 years old who fought the Germans, who withstood especially this group, the shit that they had to endure, getting shot and coming back to keep fighting. To answer your question, Clark, fuck no. Today's 20 to 25-year-olds could not do that. Kale says, not at all, and I'm one of them. It takes a special type of person to do that. Whitewash says, no. They would be, honestly, some of them would be searching for safe places. There's a great scene in, uh, in the movie Patton. And I love old World War II movies because the makeup's so done poorly. But there's a scene where, where General Patton is walking through the, uh, the hospital. And he sees these, shoulder, these soldiers that were, uh, were shot, that were wounded. And then there's one guy who's just, he, he's kind of, you know, he's crying. He doesn't like the, what, what war has done because war is fucking awful. And fucking Patton slaps the shit out of him and tells him to go out there and fucking do his job. Can't do that anymore. My God. You, Patton would be busted down to a fucking brigadier general probably. I'm 38, actually. I didn't hear the 20 to 25 range. Yeah. You think about it, that's what our military is mainly. 20 to 25-year-olds. Do I think that they could have stormed the beaches of Normandy? No. Do I think? And, and here's the other reason why I watch the show. My father was a paratrooper. My father was a, 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 a lieutenant in the United States Army. He was a commissioned officer who became a paratrooper. He jumped behind enemy lines in Korea. He did what the 101st did, not, not to the extent of what they did at all. Today's youth? God, no. I'm still in the military for a few more months, and my office building has a safe space in it. That can't be real, but I believe you. My 18-year-old daughter leaves for basic training next Monday. She's freaking out, uh, but she'll be okay. I'm freaking out, too. Well, yeah, because you raised her the right way, and you know, look, look, Stinkfist, as a contributing member on this show, as you are, I can kind of judge and, and, and understand where you're coming from with, when you say stuff and the kind of guy you are. I mean, you're a, live, you're a diehard A's fan, which means you have a fucking loyalty that runs through you, which you've probably passed down. I'm going to go ahead and say you have passed down because you know the role of being a parent. I'd be nervous for your daughter just for the fucking pussies that your daughter's going to be around. 
And I'm going to tell you something, that those guys in World War II, something they had that no one really ever talks about. They had this hard bark on them. I like to think that I have some bark on me. Nowhere near as hard as the bark on those men. And do you want to know why? I've got three words for you. The Great Depression. You want to know why we won World War II? It's because we had men fighting for us who had fought their entire lives. We had genuine badasses on our side that weren't thugs, that weren't robbing liquor stores. But if you said something unpolite to them in public, they'd punch you in the mouth. We don't have that anymore because we have safe spaces and we want to talk things out and we have play dates and we have all this shit that's been made to soften us. We are a four-ply society. I have never seen America so soft. And by the way, my time here is limited. People my age, the ones that still have that crust and bark on us, y'all better take advantage while you can because the next group that's coming up, well, they ain't going to be able to fix nothing at your house unless it's a video game. They ain't going to be able to take care of you because they're still being taken care of by their parents. It's not going to be for a generation or two before we have real men in this society again. The real men stand out in society. And I shouldn't say real men because there are plenty of women that can outwork a lot of fucking men. And those men and women need to be revered rather than to be relegated. Hold them up. Hold people like V. Coop up, who serve this country with pride. Hold people like Alicia, who goes to work as a nurse and takes care of people. Hold people up who do their job and they, 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 they strive for excellence. People like Ogre. Hold people like that up. Hold people up that are giving the 100% of whatever's able to in their body. But today's youth? Oh, shit, no. If a world war were to break out, Jesus Christ, we would be fucked. You'd have a bunch of 50-year-olds fighting the war. Christian says I'd give him another take on this. While uncommon valor is, in fact, uncommon, but I still see true valor today. Think of the movie American Sniper. There are a few thousand Americans fighting the Russians right now in Ukraine. They volunteered to join the Foreign Legion because they believe in the cause, because they wanted to fight uh, America's enemies before they have a chance to hit the homeland. They don't have air superiority, limited resources, but I have seen plenty of footage of them being fucking heroes. These men that would make the greatest generation proud. 
They would make the greatest generation proud except for the fact that they aren't fighting for America. Because let's get into it. Let's get into this whole fucking Ukraine thing, shall we? Because I have a couple stories about Vladimir uh, Zelensky, um, who, by the way, uh, was given the long-range missiles, which we've not been wanting to give to him, uh, with cluster bombs after Vladimir Zelensky was in Washington, D.C. this week, not only to hit up the government for that, but to also hit up businesses around America. Not not like, you know, a sandwich shop, not like a local subway. He went out to dinner with very, very uh, powerful people in, in hopes to secure lots and lots of money to help build, rebuild Ukraine. Why is it those companies' job? Now, now, first of all, I don't know enough about Vladimir Zelensky to say he's and to say he's the next coming of Hitler. I think that's a, a little farce. He's a politician. And he's a politician who's asking for the world. And you know what? And, and by the way, this is every politician. He's getting it for some reason. So you can be mad at him. You can think he's a bad guy. But let me first and foremost say this. You will not find a bigger hater of Russia than me. Hating Russia was bore into me. It's something that was called the Cold War. I remember watching the Berlin Wall come down, not realizing at the time how important that was and how spectacular it was. We used to have to do fucking drills to get under those hard-ass wooden metal desks if a nuclear bomb went off. And then we saw the movie The Day After, and we realized those desks aren't going to protect us from jack or shit. And the Cold War became even scarier, knowing that the Russians wanted to wipe us out just because they're our enemies. So when Russia invades a place, I am anti-Russia all damn day long. And I've said this from the get-go. You can go back and check. This is the part that I hate about America. If we truly want to help them, and I know there's all kinds of shit in the Geneva Convention and the UN and all kinds of bullshit. But see, this is why I don't think this thing is all the way on the up and up. And I'm not going to blame Zelensky. I'm going to say that he was cashing in his capital. When all the stuff comes out about how much the Bidens made off of companies in in the Ukraine and the Ukraine, I can see why we're helping them. It's called scratching their back. I understand that. It's politics. It's not right. It's politics. I think, personally, I think that once Russia fucking crossed over and invaded, I think that was an act of war on their part. And yes, I know that Ukraine's not in the fucking UN and all that kind of... See, they all hide behind all these bullshit rules and shit about being in the UN and all this kind of stuff. 
If I was president, this is what I'd do. I'd say, well, fuck the U.N. Because I don't answer to the U.N. I answer to the American people. And if I think that Russia's going to get stronger and go into the Ukraine, well, then I'm going to go to Congress and say, hey, I want to put a stop to this. And instead of sending over money and troops and our guns and our shit, which, by the way, ain't that good because it's, go- it's all been done by the lowest fucking bidder, I go there and whoop Russia's ass. Something we should have done at the end of World War II. But you see, we decide to either shit or get off the pot, and we didn't. So we're still on the pot. And we didn't help. But instead, we're sending them all this shit, and we're dragging this story out longer and 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 longer. When this should have been ended in about a fucking, I don't know, two, three-week fucking deal. But now it's been almost two years. It's ridiculous. And once again, once again, let me put this out there for you. I believe it's our fault. We're the ones giving into it. I can't blame the Ukraine for reaching out to us and saying, please help. Who else are they going to reach out to? Are they going to reach out to Mexico? Or are they going to get a bunch of fentanyl sent to them? They're going to reach out to, I don't know, El Salvador? They ain't even got any citizens left there. Of course not. They're going to reach out to America. So, instead of them reaching out and then us touching them and giving them all kinds of shit, we just say, okay, we'll handle this. And if they don't want us to handle it, then we go, well, then good luck on your own. I'm not an isolationist. I I, I don't think that we should be isolated from the rest of the world. We make the world run. If it weren't for America, the world would be a fucking desperate place. Get all these people who want to come here. Why do they want to come here? Obviously, it's for funnel cakes and fucking water parks. Oh, and that little bit of freedom that we still have left. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of all the bullshit. Because, yes, and there is a part in my head, and I'll say this, and this is on me. This is 100% on me. I don't know enough about Ukraine and Vladimir Zelensky. I don't, to not know that in 10 to 15 years, are we going to be worried that this ally of ours is now going to use rockets on us, which there have been reports that Ukraine was selling some of the armory that we had given them to some nefarious people that was being used on U.S. troops. I can't confirm it all, so I'm not going to report it. I've heard those things. I don't know if they're true or not, so I'm not going to report them as a truth. Why? Because I believe you guys deserve the truth rather than a bunch of shit to get you all worked up. That's what the regular media does. I'm not a part of the media. I'm a broadcasting legend. Damn right. I just said it. And why am I a broadcasting legend is because You guys made me that way. And I'm going to continue to do what you guys liked me to do. And that was be funny and tell the truth. 
not sugarcoat shit. I'll, I'll tell you right now, if World War III started out and we were to fight it like World War II, we would lose in a heartbeat. A fucking heartbeat. I guarantee. Because our guys would be running for the hills. If we had to institute a draft, can you imagine? Because from what I understand, they've changed the way boot camp runs. Can't really yell at people in boot camp anymore. You can't PT them until they're throwing up all the time. They have safe spaces. They have counselors to talk to. You know, I I saw a story recently. I don't know if it's a year or two old. um, But the United States Navy SEALs, we're talking about the tip of the spear. The best of the best, if you will. When it comes to special forces. When it comes to fucking getting the job done, these are the guys you always count on. They were doing a training exercise, or or it was a part of Hell Week. And they were gassing the students. They had tear gas, and they were spraying tear gas all over them on the beach there down in Coronado. And people came out and said, oh, this is barbaric. This is terrible. How can you treat another human being like this? Well, I tell you this right now. If they stop training Navy SEALs like that, I'm going to go ahead and learn Canadian. Because Mexico's too dirty to move to. I, I, I'm sorry. And, and, and the language thing. Uh, I, I think the Canadian language is a lot easier to use. I just have to use a lot of A's. Maybe learn a couple French phrases. Ah, parlez-vous français? <laughs> no. You want to weaken the training of the, the, the and, and, and by the way, that phrase that I used was actually used by a former team member who's a dear friend of mine. I would call him almost a brother. That they are the tip of the spear. They are the number one breacher. And you want to you soften their training. So instead of kicking a door, a Navy SEAL walks to the bad guy's house and knocks on the door, rings the doorbell. Uh, hello, Navy SEAL. Want to come in and uh, assassinate you? Oh, you're not home? Okay. Well, uh, can you leave us a time when a better time would be to come by and bam, and shoots Navy SEAL in the door. I, 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 I don't want that for those young men. I don't. They deserve so much better. And we're not going to give it to them. That's the sad part. Now, um, after he left America on his, uh, on his fundraising uh, <laughs> campaign, Vladimir Zelensky, and I can't blame this on him, And I want to, but I can't. Because like I said, I don't know enough about it. He went to Canada. Went to go talk to fucking dipshit Pierre up there. Pierre, uh, what's his name, Thoreau? Well, 
Canada's Parliament. He got to go and speak in front of Canada's Parliament. And they gave the man a standing ovation, even though he was still wearing that shitty green shirt. And he wasn't the only one to get a standing ovation. No, 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 no. Um, what's this feller's name here? Uh-huh. There was a, a, a 98-year-old Yaroslav Honka. Yaroslav Honka. He's a 98-year-old Ukrainian immigrant who fought the first division, a uh, Ukrainian division, according to the Toronto Star. Well, that group also served with Nazi military units during World War II. And a li- there were a few Jewish people, a few million Jewish people that, that were, you know, kind of, you know, executed by the 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 Germans, the Nazis, and whoever was working with the Nazis, like a Ukrainian. Um, by the way, uh, they let this man speak. This 98-year-old Ukrainian Nazi, they let him speak during the event. And they applauded him. Yeah, I imagine there's a lot of people that don't realize this guy's military record and his military service. They hear 98-year-old that fought for Ukraine. Well, we got to think, oh, Ukraine's awesome. They're not bad. They're not bad at all. Who changes their clothes more often, Zelensky or Fetterman? Oh, I'll say Fetterman. Fetterman, definitely. Justin Trudeau. It, it, but his middle name is Pierre. That's why I call him that. Come on. If you're gonna if you're gonna have somebody speak, you might want to vet them out a little bit. Oh whoops a daisy. Hey, hey, uh, can you pass some Olson? Oh, that'd be nice of you. Hey, I'm seeing that this guy served with the Nazis in World War II. Oh. Oh, I started to go fucking you betcha there. Started to go Minnesota a little bit. Canada, Minnesota, same thing. Isn't Zelensky Jewish? Well, that would make it even fucking worse, wouldn't it? You let a former Nazi speak to fucking parliament and they applauded him. See, that's as big a gaffe as Hillary Clinton had when she had the father of the nightclub shooting in Orlando sitting right behind her when she made a campaign stop there back in 2015 or 2016. Remember the Pulse nightclub? The guy went in there, who turned out to be kind of, you know, trying to figure out if he was gay or not, and then he decided, well, I'm just going to assassinate everybody that's gay. That way I can't be gay. And he killed all them people, got people stuck in a bathroom for like 40 minutes or four hours. I don't remember how long it was. And Hillary Clinton did a campaign stop there two months later. And that guy, the shooter's daddy was sitting behind her. Lazy. Lazy. 
Now, I can imagine that Hillary probably doesn't know who the fuck's sitting behind her. And, and, and look, I hate her. I'm not giving her an easy, easy out. But she probably doesn't know. She probably thinks that somebody's vetted. And then when she found out... Do your fucking job. I mean, I imagine the person that sat him there has probably had terrible suicide happen. Shot 14 times in the head and has a note. Adios, Ogre. Have a great day, my friend. Don't. Hey, can we not bring any Nazis this time, maybe? All right, we'll take one more break here. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Get me some mail for tomorrow.
Cooking man this weekend. Got a bunch of uh, chicken thighs because I love thighs. And uh, I said, you know what? Because uh, for my birthday, I got a big old uh, cast iron uh, Dutch oven. So I got like a fryer now. I've always been afraid to fry. I, uh, I was just always scared. And I said, fuck it. So I knew I was going to make fried chicken yesterday. So I said, you know what? Saturday. I'm going to barbecue because Braddy Kid barbecues chicken breast, but she always gets them skinless and boneless. I love the skin. I mean, we're going to have a skin station at Abs. Arnie's big barbecue uh, spot, big barbecue buffet spot, sorry, Abs. We're going to have a skin station. Not only are we going to have faucets that drip out country gravy and nacho cheese, Ketchup, barbecue sauce, whatever kind of fixings you want. We're going to have a side station, and then we're going to have a skin station. Whether it be fried chicken skin, barbecue chicken skin, the the, the skin off the top of pudding. Mmm, skin is good. I got to tell you, the fried chicken, I kind of, I did okay. I give myself maybe a 6 out of 10 on it. 
I, I, I missed a key step. I didn't dry the chicken before I put it in its dredge. So the, the, the coating didn't stay on that well, so I kind of fucked it up. So it, uh, take two. I'll do it again. Don't worry. But my barbecue chicken, oh, that turned out delightful. I saved a big old hunk of skin for last. Oh, man. Oh, there's a T-shirt we can sell. Abs, we have more skins than Buffalo Bill. Damn right. So, yeah, so I, I did a lot of cooking, so I was just, uh, I was just setting up. I, I haven't had steak. Like, like, the weekend before my birthday weekend was the weekend of meat minus steak. Had meatloaf, had tri-tip, had brisket. Well, went to Sam's yesterday. That's where I saw my friend Bro Chacho. If anybody follows me on social media, there's this dude. I, I kid you not. It was the funniest thing. He comes walking into the parking lot. We got we got to Sam's before they opened by 8:45. And see this big old fella walking from a truck that's got all kinds of shit in the back. He's walking up, and I'm looking at him, and it looks like he has a weight belt on. Like, the weight belt looks like it's kind of holding up his jeans. It's a fucking old-school weight belt. And the picture that I should have got, which I didn't, because I wasn't thinking yet, because I was so just entertained by Bro Chacho, was once he got kind of up, he, he pulls his shirt up, and he starts scratching his belly. And it was not a belly that you want to see in public. It'd be like me scratching my belly in public. That's the picture I should have got. Did I season the flour? Uh-huh. Yes, I did. How many fountains will be at Abs, and what will be said fountains? Well, they aren't fountains. They're faucets. We, we could have a fountain station, but that's more in the dessert area. We'll have maybe a fountain of chocolate back there, you know, next to all the, uh, the different kind of cobblers that we're going to have available. And we're going to steal cinnamon rolls from CeCe's Pizza because those things are delicious. Those will be on the dessert bar, too. Uh, but we're going to have, well, of course, we're going to have barbecue sauce in, in one of the faucets, one of the big faucets. We might have a hose for the barbecue sauce because there will be that much barbecue because it's a barbecue place. But there will be a faucet that's dedicated to country gravy. There will be a faucet that's dedicated to nacho cheese. We'll have smaller faucets for all the, you know, the mustard, the ketchup, if you will, things like that. I saw the guy with the weight belt and thought, smart man, dressed for the occasion, heavy lifting. Goes down, I'm glad you see the stupid four for what it is. Uh, how many fountains will be at abs? Uh, yeah, I, I saw Bro Chai. And then we saw his, then we had to go to home, we had to go to Home Depot to get some keys made, which is right up the street in Garland. We drove right up the street and we saw his brother, El Bonaire. And that brother had a weight belt on too. Didn't look like he was holding up his pants, though. So we're not going to talk about the war anymore. You guys can talk about it over there. I, I've said my piece on on that this morning. Um, but but we do have to we we have to play this, and and I think that this is it's according to play this one because I have to announce. Something died over the weekend. Something that we used to really, really like and look forward to each and every year. 
I got to say that I haven't looked forward to uh, one of these probably since 2007. Because ever since 2007, they have absolutely positively sucked. And that is the Super Bowl halftime show. Because it was announced over the weekend... That Usher Usher will be this year's halftime show. Now, now, pardon me, but is is Usher still relevant? And does that mean Christy Teigen will be there the entire time? By the way, I'm seeing something. I'm seeing a pattern develop here. You know, it was 2019. It was after the Super Bowl of 2019 that the NFL made a huge announcement. I would rather hear Ric Flair saying, Woo! for 30 minutes than this. Now, in 2020, we had Shakira, the Hoochie Gucci gal. We had Jennifer Lopez. Bad Bunny perform. Now, okay, that was down in Miami. Made a little bit of sense. You got that Latino flavor. All right, then. I'll allow it. Shitty halftime show, though. Then we got 2021. Oh, I'm thinking of John Legend. My bad. I guess all shitty R&B singers look the same to me. My bad. 2021, The Weeknd. The who? The Weeknd? I can think of one band that has sold way more albums in The Weeknd, but I won't. Pardon my ignorance, but who is Usher? Uh, Usher is an R&B performer. Uh... I, I don't even hold on a second here. Let, let, let's see. Let me let me go to the browse set because I, I I hold on a second. Let me let me let me type in to see what his most popular song is. So we got the weekend, who's a, who's an R and B type performer, rapper, if you will, in twenty twenty one. He's kind of old school. I, well, the, either you're old school or you're, you're not. Uh, his number one, uh, this is his biggest hit. Good, good. We ain't good, good. We still good. We ain't good, good. We still good. I hate that we didn't make it to forever. Or... Got it bad. My boo. Always that one person that will always Boy, this is going to get me fired up at halftime. Oh, shit, yeah. From the start. How about this one? That one for me. It's clear for everyone to see. Oh, baby. Yeah. You got to rock and in it. How about this one? Peace up, Peace A-Town, up. Oh, he's yeah. featured in this? Yeah. 
So is he gonna do this song for 30 minutes? Yeah! Super Bowl halftime show. So so the week ended 2021. Then 2022, we had Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige, and a little bit of Eminem. Hmm. Seeing a pattern yet? 2023, Rihanna, and 2024, Usher. Now, Usher's biggest hit was Cheating on Chili from TLC. TLC was a female pop trio of such hits as Waterfalls. Waterfalls is a great song. I just want to take it nice and slow. Usher did Yeah with Lil John and Ludacris. He has some hits, but not Super Bowl worthy. It's all because Jay-Z is in charge of the show. Well, to that, my friend, I say... Correct the mundo! Will we ever get a rock and roll band? Will we ever get fired up at halftime again? Or are we going to get songs that are, that are, 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 are just R&B doing it songs? I mean, I, I, I don't understand this. I, I'm, I'm literally lost. The game is in Vegas this year. The game's in Vegas, and you couldn't get Taylor Swift. Why is he in charge of the show? Because Roger Goodell signed him. I, I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. There are a few icons left in the music industry that have never played the Super Bowl. So let, let me just say, Taylor Swift turning it down was a huge fucking kick in the nuts to the NFL. Because I would imagine they wanted her. Because she is the biggest artist in the world right now. Like her or not, I don't care. You can't, you can't disrespect that girl's hustle. I don't see anything wrong with a little bump and grind. Well, it's been bump and grind for the last six years. So, okay, so uh, Hangtown Jen, let me let me ask you. There's a certain band that's never played, and up until Taylor Swift, they were the biggest band in the world. Nobody sold more records. Nobody had bigger concerts. So, so Ushers, yeah. Or would you rather hear, I, I'm just saying, maybe, uh, let, let me find the right one. Uh, the, how about the, hearing this guitar lick? I'm still stunned to this day that they didn't play when it was in Santa Clara. Uh, to to this day, the NFL is. I, I love how the NFL is going to politically correct themselves out of everything. Usher is the halftime show. What the fuck is wrong? His yeah isn't as good as L.A. Nights. You're goddamn right, it isn't. I mean, there's Little John's yeah, which which isn't bad. Yeah, I I like Little John's yeah. But nothing's better than Dummy. Yeah. 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 
talking Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga played the Super Bowl in Houston. Hey, there's a fella that lives about an hour and a half away from Houston that you should have got. Didn't even get him to do the national fucking anthem. I don't know. Guy who's got more number one hits than anybody else who's ever walked on the face of the earth. But I, I know I'm being a homer there for George Strait. But, you know, 60 number one hits. Eh. <sighs> and the stupidity just continues. I, I haven't done this one for myself in a while, so let me play this. Oh, for fuck's sake. I can't handle the amount of stupidity that's presenting itself to me today. An online fundraiser has been launched to pay for the security of Zaya Bryant, the Black Lives Matter activist who partnered with Dove to promote fat liberation. The GoFundMe has raised $10,000. was started uh, last week by a friend of hers, or her cousin, saying... Zion has been receiving hate mail and threats for years, and recently they've become worse. That $10,000 won't pay for half the Kevlar vest this fat bitch is going to need. They couldn't get Wayne Newton or Tom Jones, Celine Dion, Adele, or... Bra oh, God damn it. I've been avoiding those all damn day. But you know what? Hello. Yes, hello. How are you? It's me. Hmm? I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I don't want to meet you. But see, that would have been a better halftime show. See, you put a little entertainment in it. You're in Vegas. So why not we get some legends of Vegas? Maybe not Wayne Newton. I mean, maybe roll out Siegfried and Roy, have a couple lines, run around the title. That's the closest any line will ever get to the Super Bowl. Hey, now. How about you coax Elton John out of retirement? Brittany, she's lost her mind. I don't know any, uh, maybe, I, fucking get a hologram of Elvis. Jesus. Usher? Terrible. Back to this story. Why does she need security? Because people want to kill her because she's trying to use fat liberation? Oh, my God. I've finally seen how fat she is. Whoa. Jesus. Mary and Joseph. Oh, that's rich. Lizzo just said, wow, what a fat bitch. Oh. No, when she falls, gravy doesn't come out of her leg. Lizzo, you're a pig, too. She needs security. I need security so I can promote Dove soap for fat people. What are we doing? What are we doing? She puts precious to say, if you haven't seen her, hold on a second here. Scroll down. You will see this fucking human bowling ball. She is the Kool-Aid guy. 
She'd be chocolate Kool-Aid, but... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was mean. But it's true. She looks like, hey, oh, yeah. She is a bowling ball with legs. It looks like somebody put in toothpicks, big fat toothpicks, that is, into a bowling ball. Good Lord. And now she needs security. $10,000. What, what, are you going to get an hour worth of security for when she's doing one of those big dove promotions? Oh. Oh, I, I love seeing these stories that come from Reddit. A man went on to Reddit to discuss should he break up with his girlfriend. Now, now there are a lot of reasons to break up with somebody. Okay, Maybe y'all don't see eye to eye on the future anymore. Maybe you're different religions. Maybe somebody was unfaithful. Maybe you've just grown apart. This, though, is probably not a reason to break up with somebody, especially if you're the dude in the relationship saying this. He went into Reddit's Am I the Asshole forum to see if others agreed. You see, this man, quote-unquote, this man is upset because his, his girlfriend... has changed her diet. Now, a lot of people might go, well, okay. Uh, no, she probably went vegan. Yeah, I'd break up with her if she went vegan because that means I got to pretty much go vegan too. Well, let me just say it is 180 degrees different. He wants to know if it's okay if he breaks up with his girlfriend because she went on the carnivore diet. Which involves eating mass quantities of meat, fish, eggs, cutting out anything that's plant-based. It's a very popular, I don't, I don't live on this one. I, I mean, I eat a lot of meat, but I don't go, oh, I'm on the carnivore diet. Because you see, I like potatoes. I know macaroni and cheese ain't plant-based, but I like macaroni and cheese too. So I ain't, I ain't on the carnivore diet. I am no dietitian. This is what he writes. I'm no dietitian myself, and I am no doubt only a newbie when it comes to nutrition, but this diet truly disgusts me. What man? Let me just tell you right now. If Brad and Kid decided to say, I want to go on the carnivore diet. I would, I, I would, I, I would probably carry her around on my shoulders, knowing that I'm gonna have steak every day. Hell yes, hell yes, bacon good, sausage good, steak good, burgers good, red meat good. Cauliflower, horrible. And you want to break up with her because she wants to eat more meat? Are you breaking up with her because she's the man of the relationship? 
What kind of pussy? Boy, I tell you what. If this guy had somehow found his way in my circle of friends and he sat down one night and said, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about breaking up with Brittany. Oh, really? Why, what would happen? Well, she, she's changing her diet. I'd be like, oh, man, I'm sorry. You're going to become vegan? No. No, she's getting on the carnivore diet. I would get up from my seat and I would slap that motherfucker right in the mouth. What the fuck is wrong with you? She wants to eat meat. This is a good gal. This is a woman you can trust. She's never going to eat your sausage again, so at least she's not eating one meat. Maid says, weak bitch. He is the definition of bitch. What a fag. I don't, and and by the way, I don't care what the idiot said on Reddit. I'm not going to, I don't care about their response. I care about our response. And our response is, yeah, this guy's a fag. I'm sorry. Look, I I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it. Those guys are fags. Indeed. Good God. He wants to be a carnivore diet. Oh, I'm so grossed out. You pussy. Jesus, was dad a test tube or something? Another fucking dumbass here. Oh, God. She's my hero, Ralph, he says. Family of a North Carolina man is suing Google for negligence after he died. You see, he crashed into a creek below a crap collapsed bridge at the behest of Google Maps. This happened last year. Uh, state troopers found Philip Paxson drowned in his overturned pickup beneath a bridge that had collapsed nearly a decade earlier. The man from Hickory, North Carolina, 60 miles, was returning home from a daughter's birthday before the accident. His mother-in-law wrote in a post. She said the destroyed bridge nor the road leading to had any barriers or warning signs or alerts drivers of the hazard. It was a dark and rainy night, and he was following his GPS, which led him down a concrete road to a bridge that dropped off into a river. See, this is where, you know, I got to tell you. I got to tell you, you know, I I feel bad for these people and their loss. I do. But but for some reason, in the back of my head, I keep hearing, Bullshit! Bullshit! Have you used Google Maps? Have you ever used Google Maps? Anybody use Google Maps? And you're driving on the freeway, and there's a wreck, like that's a block up that just happened, and you get an alert from 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 that bitch Siri, or whoever the bitch is on Google Maps. There is an accident two miles ahead of you. You are still on the fastest route. Now I I, I gotta say, and, and by the way. I like how they said he followed at the behest of Google. Well, you don't have to. 
There's plenty of times where I know that Google is going to take me the long route. So I'll cut out the long route, and I'll keep hearing redirecting, redirecting, redirecting. But they're trying to sue. Well, was Siri off that day? Didn't realize the bridge was out? Our girls asked how and why their daddy died. And I'm at a loss for words that they can understand because as an adult, I still don't understand how those responsible for the GPS directions. You know what? Google Maps tells you there's a speed trap ahead too. Love it. Jasmine says using it right now. Do you think that maybe, I'm just saying, just saying, look, 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 there's just something that pops in my head every now and then. Do you think that dad might have known the bridge was out and this was a good way for him to do it? You know, maybe he's got shitty wife, shitty mother-in-law. They seem to be very, very fucking talkative. And daughters, he doesn't have another Y chromosome in the house. It's hard to believe that a bridge has not been reported to Google, so it would be a uh, reroute you. Like when there's an accident, you can self-report. I'm guessing hundreds self-reported the bridge over 10 years. Yeah. Suing the wrong people. Maps has a warning. At startup, double-check. Be aware of your surroundings. They could sue the county and city for not blocking off the bridge. Yeah, I agree with that. Sorry, bridges out. <laughs> bridges out. Moose out front should have told you. Bridges closed. Troll out front. Seriously, like, like. Can I say? Can I say? Just, just no. All right, good story, and then I got three death stories, but they're 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 at least amusing deaths. I like seeing this. It's a shame that this guy won't be alive to enjoy this. We all know who Bob Ross is. Bob Ross is the legend of PBS. Bob Ross is the only reason why PBS is probably still on the air today. Because Bob Ross used to make all those wonderful paintings of the happy little trees with his big old fro that he had. The man just loved to paint. He was an art instructor, and he got his own show, The Art of Painting. Well, it turns out the first TV painting he ever did he called A Walk in the Woods. He did it in 30 minutes. And it's a Bob Ross original. And I'm looking at it right now. Great looking painting. It sold at auction last week. Are y'all ready? It sold at auction for $9.8 million. Holy mother Jesus! I think that's awesome. Now, the owner, uh, the only guy who acquired the painting from a lady who worked on the show and decided to buy it after the episode was taped. So somebody's going to make $9.8 million on this? I think that's fantastic. I, 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 th I think that is awesome. And you know why I like Bob Ross paintings? Because I know what the fuck they are. This is trees and a babbling brook. That's what it is. 
All them people that like that 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 their fella uh, uh, Picasso with all the weird shit. Hey man, it, uh, art's subjective, but I don't, if I don't know what it is, it can't be art. Safety guy says $19.6 million an hour. Yeah, I mean, he made that painting in 30 minutes. Well, I tell you what, if I was that PBS station, if I was a local station and I had all his fucking, <laughs> like, like, like if we had all the paintings that he did, because he was on TV for, for years, he would do a painting a show. How many fucking paintings that motherfucker got? If you've got original Bob Ross, you got some money. What if Bob Ross was a serial killer and every week he did paintings as it was location for a hidden body? Holy shit, we just did it. Panda, you did it. Bob Ross is the Zodiac killer. Oh, my God. Also, he didn't paint with period blood or vomit. Yeah, no shit. That'd be awesome. If, Bob, if we found out that Bob Ross was a serial killer, I think I'd like him even more. Panda, that's fantastic and now 100% accurate. So, yes, we can say that we have solved the Zodiac here at Arnie Radio. We didn't solve it. Let me say Trash Panda solved it. Trash Panda, when you're out and about today and, and with your fellow Trash Pandas, be sure to take all the credit saying that you solved the Zodiac Killer. It's Bob Ross. Him and Mr. Rogers were a serial killer team. See, here's the thing. I love all the stories about Mr. Rogers, how he was a, a sniper in the Marines, and he only wore long sleeve shirts to cover up all his tattoos. I, I don't know if Fred Rogers was even in the Marines, uh, but but if he was, I don't think he was probably a sniper, and he doesn't have tattoos. I think like, look, Mr. Rogers was just – I'm going to say it. Look, we all grew up with Mr. Rogers. We all love Mr. Rogers. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Let, 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 let's all sit around the wing wall, shall we? Let, let, let's sit Indian style. Bow and, ever, bow and arrow, not bombs. That's a new one there. Bow and arrow, not bombs. Sit Indian style. Let's tell the truth. Mr. Rogers was a little creepy. But we we can all admit that, right? There was a, there was a little creep factor about him. We all still loved him. We all pretended that there wasn't a creep factor to it. But there, Fred Rogers had an ook factor to him. See, Triple Mama Five, she she gets it. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. Says, I always thought he was a little creepy. Yeah. There, there, there was a little ook with him, but st I still watched him. 
Am I the only one who was truly creeped out by him? I refused to watch him. No. no look, look, I, I didn't refuse to watch Mr. Rogers, but he was, he was, there were times it was just kind of like, uh, you know, he's talking to a puppet. Uh, it's a little strange. Indian style is racist. It's crisscross applesauce now. Yeah, I, I, I won't say that because that, that, that really sounds gay. As family, this is the best place. You are all the most wonderful people on earth. Well, thank you, Ralphie. I've tried to build a, a wonderful flock. All right, let's talk about some deaths, shall we? We had three people die in amazing ways. And by the way, the last one, oh, we got to take a trip for. First one, though, is a British tourist. Now, of course, none of this. Applies to you, Cowboys Bill, because you'd be fine in all this. A British tourist went to Austria, 42-year-old, whose name has not been released yet, was in the Dachstein Mountains near Salzburg, Austria, and was walking across one of them rope bridges or rope ladders. It, it, this is like, it's attached from one side of the mountain to another side of the mountain, and there's nothing in between. Well, and I'm looking at a picture. This reminds me of the yodeling guy. This is like the yodeling guy on The Price is Right. Can we be called a congregation of ass? We can be. So the, this mountain guy, the, this mountain climber in Austria, fell off the end of the 120-foot-long ladder, which climbers can traverse between cliff faces, and fell 300 feet to his death. <laughs> An individual reported uh, was alone on the ladder. Uh, they, there was no dirty play involved. It took uh, two helicopters and multiple police officers rushed to the scene after he fell. They were able to, like, scrape him up from the bottom. Uh, here's my question as, as I'm looking. Here y'all go. Here, I'll, 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 I'll show you a picture of this. Um, ain't a goddamn way in the world. You could have a gun shoved in my... I would rather get a gun shoved in... A high-caliber gun shoved in my butthole saying that they're going to fucking go until they hear the, the, the click or I got to try to cross this damn fucking... This, this ladder bridge. Yeah, go ahead and shoot me in the ass because I ain't falling. Nuh-uh. Will they hang flowers and balloons on the bridge? Probably. Was he eaten by gators like in the Temple of Doom? No. No, House of Pain, no. Due to the fact that they were in Austria. This is, there's not a lot of alligators in Austria. The alligators, though, are still reminiscent of wearing the SS logo. If they are, if they are in Austria. Fuck you right in the ear. 
Hey, we're going to traverse behind between these mountains. No, we're not. I'm going down. I'm going to walk down this mountain. Fuck you. But Arnie, and by the way, so, so okay, so let, let's play out this scenario, shall we? Let's say Arnie goes to Austria, which Arnie ain't going to Austria ever. And Arnie gets talked into doing some mountain climbing, which I don't know what's happened to me. I must have had a whole lobotomy. So we get to this point, and I'll be like, no, there ain't another way over there. Well, then we ain't going. And let me ask you something. Is there a T-shirt on the other side? Did 4T5 Printing put some T-shirts on the other side that said, I climbed this stupid fucking mountain and went on this dumbass fucking ladder bridge, and all I got was this fucking T-shirt? Now, if that T-shirt was available, I would actually give it a thought. But since there ain't no T-shirts available, and this is all for the joy of climbing, uh, big gigantic middle finger this. Mm-mm. No. No, sir, Rebob. Uh-uh. Ain't happening. Go clean fuck yourself with that one. 300 feet falling. What do you think was going to happen? You really thought you were going to make it across? You, you thought your name was Gunter Helmet, the greatest climber in the world. He's distant cousins to the greatest uh, 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 curling champion ever, Sandy Gash. And the Gash family from Canada. Harry and his wife, Ima. The greatest curlers in history. They were, they were released, they were, you know, related to Gunter Helmut, the greatest hiker in the world. Safety guesses, I bet Ronnie could make you. Oh, I guarantee he could, but it still ain't going to get me to cross it. Now, have we all seen these idiots that jump off these gigantic rock structures in these wingsuits, and then they fly around, zooming around, because, see, gravity's pulling them down. It's like 9 miles per second. I believe at 9.8 miles per second, that's gravity. That's what you fall at. And then you multiply that by the weight, and you get, and then you have to multiply that by 60, and then by another 60 to find out how fast you're going. You're going real fast. That's how fast you're going. Real, real fast. Well, a wingsuit daredevil jumped out of an aircraft. So he didn't do the old style of jumping off a cliff. He jumped out of an airplane, and he's winging around, zoom, zoom, zoom. Well, the pilot thought he was going in one direction, so the pilot went in a different direction and dove straight down, just so happened to be right where the wingsuit flyer was, and he was decapitated. (laughs) French pilot is facing manslaughter charges after his plane decapitated a man. Um, Alan C. was flying a single-engine Plata, uh, Pilatus airplane for a pair of wingsuit divers over Boloc in Quasar in uh, Tubois, and Nicholas Gailey was one of the 10 parachutists aboard the flight. Left out around 14,000 feet, clad in a sleek wingsuit, a full-body contraption, and got his head cut off. 
I, I think we all know what I'm going to play right now, don't we? I mean, uh, what, what's, what's this fellow's name? What was his name? Uh, Mr. Gailey? Dummy! Yeah! Yeah! He should have said, keep your head up when he jumped. Come on. Derek says, that's awesome. Off with your head. The pilot should suit Google Maps for bad directions. You don't have to lose your head over it. Bump. I'll never forget. Real quick, quick dad story. Back to the last story, which I have to do. Um, for a promotion once, I had to jump out of an airplane in Sacramento. In Sacramento, no, I didn't go to the death spot down near Modesto or Galt or wherever wherever they kill them all down there. I did it over by UC Davis, and I was right at the weight limit. Like they had to find the littlest guy to jump with me because we did a tandem jump. And I think my dad was really, really proud of me, but then he couldn't believe how stupid I was, too, at the same time. Lodi. Oh, Lodi's the death spot? Okay, thank you. Lodi, Galt, that's all the same. So I remember jumping out of the plane. Was it cool? Was it exhilarating? Okay. I mean, the scaredest I got was, was when they opened the door. And I'll never forget when I called my dad, I go, Dad, I just jumped out of an airplane. He goes, why? I go, well, that was a promotion. He goes, he goes, you realize I did that in the war, right? He goes, I had to do it, and I would never do that shit again. And here you are. Did you get paid for it? I said, yeah, I got paid for it. He's like, well, good, because if you paid for that shit, I was going to have to fucking beat you. Yeah, jumping out of an airplane, I got, I got to tell you. Mm-mm. No, I, I I done it. I have that one under my belt. I'm good to go. Did they make you the big spoon and the little spoon? Either way, I laugh at the image in my head. Yeah, I'm not a pilot, so I have no experience. But it seems if I'm dropping something out of my plane, I'm not going to then double back to where I dropped the package. Well, he didn't double back. He just dove straight down, and I guess this guy was just zooming in and out, and he was straight down. I wouldn't have dove straight down either. My mother-in-law jumped at Lodi after being diagnosed with terminal cancer. Oh, wow. And there are some people that want to do this for a bucket list thing. That's great. Stupid. Now our last door. Oh, man. I tell you what. I guess Florida has been, the state of Florida has been upset with me because I haven't been doing enough stories from there. And I tell you what, it, it's like Florida gave us a Christmas present this week. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Let's see if they are mentioning uh, this person's name, but they're not. Um, this happened in an actual neighborhood in Florida. Oh, boy, and there's video. 
course, we're going to have to play the damn video. Uh, I'll do that, and I'll hit this button. I'll have to wait 30 seconds for the ad. Let's go. I think being out in nature heals you. I think the outdoors resets your Shut brain. Shut up, Luke Bryan. Takes away a little suck. stress. First on Fox, a gruesome discovery in Pinellas County, where witnesses found this almost 14-foot gator with a body in its mouth this afternoon. This happened in the Ridgecrest community along 134th Street near Olmerton Road. Fox 13's Justin Matthews is out there live for us tonight. And Justin, I know you've been out there all afternoon. You actually spoke to a witness who saw this and went to get help. What did he have to say? Yeah, it's a terrifying story. The witness I spoke to says he saw this gator in the water, ran to this fire station behind me, not too far. It's only about 400 feet from where he saw that huge, huge alligator. I was on my way to a job interview, and I was always looking Liar. to the lake just, you know, for fish and stuff, and I, I spotted the gator. Jamarcus Bullard says he took a good look at it and noticed something was in the gator's mouth. I noticed it had a body in its mouth. They confirmed it was the body. Bullard says seeing something like that is surreal and tragic. I thought it was fake. It was my first time seeing a gator in real life as well. So I was just like, it was pretty cool. But like once I saw what it had, I was like, is that like a mannequin body? It looked it like it was pale and white. After alerting the fire department, dozens of Pinellas County Sheriff's deputies and FWC officers got to the scene. A huge response along 134th Street North off of Omerton Road in Largo. Sky Fox overhead showing a large alligator on the ground. Investigators looking for answers. All of this in close proximity to a head start and a boys and girls club. All I keep thinking about is like all these little kids that go to school Others who live nearby say they've seen some small alligators in the area before, but some small alligators. This one's 14 feet. That ain't a small alligator. And and they they've 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 uh, they've Googled out or they they've blurred out the screen because they pull the gator out of the water and the gator still got the body in the mouth and he brings the body out with him. So there is the, there's a, a gator that's being tied up, which, by the way, the story goes on to say that they, they humanely put the beast down. Humanely? I'd have taken an axe and hit it right in its uh, medulla oblongata. And then I'd have taken that 14-foot bitch home and had me some boots made. Mm-mm-mm. It's got a woman in its mouth. By the way, this woman... Was cited last week. They 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 aren't releasing her names, but they are saying she was cited last week for trespassing by swimming in this area. Oh my God, phenomenal shit there, and they got it right there, right there on the news. The news has the uncut footage of this dead carcass in a gator's mouth, and of course a lot of police showed up because when you hear on the horn. Seven Mary Three. Uh, yes, we have a uh, incident of a uh, casualty in the mouth of an alligator. I just tell you this right now. I'm hitting the sirens. I I, I could be twenty miles away, and I'm gonna be there in five minutes. I got the sirens going, and I am driving as fast as humanly possible because I don't want to miss seeing a dead carcass in an alligator's mouth. Boy, you thought them cops got in trouble for taking photos of Kobe? Wait till you see the fucking the snaps I get of this and put it on social media.
Seven Mary Three Punch. Oh, I know that name. I know that one. That 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 one's the easiest one for me to call out. All right, that is going to do it for us today, as family. Uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for being a part of the big program today. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, remember, special listener mail tomorrow for the simple fact that Tommy is going to be in on Wednesday, and that throws us all over the place. So we got listener mail tomorrow. We got Tommy Wednesday, and then we got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on Thursday. Jeez, what a show. All right. Uh, please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, have a fantastic Monday, and it's almost over, everybody. Adiosa. Those city lights drew you like. A magnet You were attracted to His highfalutin' crown I beg you not to go But you still packed up I've been expecting you on a cruise back from town. My old truck could not compare to his Mercedes. Did it humble you when you rode back? On that greyhound You picked a plastic rose And left a field of daisies I've been expecting you On a cruise back from town This part of the country Well, let me guess Oh, lover boy Let you down Did he throw you away Like his money I've been expecting you on a cruise back from town. What brings you back to this part? Yeah.
Eddie throw you away like his money. I've been expecting you all the clues back from town. is outside waiting to arrest him.